America is an irradiated wasteland. Within it lies a city. Outside the boundary walls, a desert. A cursed earth. Inside the walls, the cursed city. Stretching from Boston to Washington, D.C. An unbroken, concrete landscape. 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world. And the megastructures of the new one. Mega blocks. Mega highways. Mega city one. Convulsing. Choking. Breaking under its own weight. Citizens in fear of the street. The gun. The gang. Only one thing fighting for order in the chaos. The men and women of the Hall of Justice. Juries. Executioners. Judges. Welcome, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And I'm back again, and we are doing the movie 20's 12 Dread. Like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on? You need to apologize to the people. Okay. Here's the situation. I'm not going to make any excuses. First and foremost, I would like to apologize for Shahid for, with the jokes of the Stallone Dread movie, we should do that first. Second off, I like to apologize to everyone because I never saw this movie before until yesterday. I, like I just told Shahid off air, the Stallone movie was just, it was bad. I mean, it was funny. Like we used to watch it to joke on, but as far as a Judge Dredd movie, it sucked. So I just never really wanted to check out this movie. And until Shahid said last week, hey, we're going to do Dredd. I'm like, okay, this is going to give me a reason to watch it. And I know Shahid is not going to watch a bad movie and say, let's talk about it. So, yeah, and I watched it yesterday, and I was fucking amazed. And I deserve all the jokes. So, yeah, that's it. I'm trying to figure out someone that I became friends with partly out of a love of the action movies didn't see one of the best action movies of all time until now. So when we talked about it, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do Dread. You're like, oh, I've never seen Dread. I wish you would have seen the look on my face. <laughs> you could have said, I never drank water before, and that would have been more believable than you said you never saw Dread. Yeah, I never, I never, I never wanted to check it out. But you, I mean, you have to understand where I'm coming from. Someone who has a enjoyment of bad movies watching judge dread with stallone was just hilarious so i was like i'm not doing that shit again and like i told you nobody that i knew that i could talk heavily with movies with said hey did you see dread or have you checked out dread 
And like you said, okay. probably because they thought I did. You follow people on Twitter who has talked about dread. Cam has talked about dread on Twitter multiple times. I have talked about dread on Twitter multiple times. Maybe I haven't done it recently because I don't feel like I have to, but it's like I have seen this movie probably 20, 25 times. Yeah, at least 25 times. Like whenever I'm bored and I just want to watch something, I throw this song because like it's an hour and a half and it doesn't waste any time and I know I'm going to enjoy it. And I learn something new about it each time I watch it. But the funny thing is you ever notice when y'all talk about it, I don't say shit. And it was a reason why I didn't say anything. It was like, oh, okay. But I should have known then, like, maybe I need to check this out, but I just never yeah, thought well, I mean, about it. If we say how great it was, you weren't like kind of curious, like, oh, you know, let me just see what I'm missing. I was that's how I watched The Office. I was curious, but it just never got a time to, you know, watch it. And then once we started doing a podcast, I was like, oh, I know I'm going to watch it now. Because I figured eventually you would bring it up again. And I'd be like, oh, okay. So now I have a reason to actually really sit down and watch it. And man, oh, man, I watched it back to back. And I was just mad at myself because I'm just like, how did I not go to the movies and go see this? It wasn't just you. I missed in the movie theater, too. I think something happened where I was going to see it. And then work got in the way, and then I didn't get around to it. And then I got it on Blu-ray, and I'm like, man, I wish I saw this in the movie theater on 3D. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I got mad at myself. Even though, like, I have a 3D projector, and I have, like, a surround system. It's still not the same, like, watching the movie theater. So, <sighs> you know why? It's funny how you talk about that. Because people were asking, like, you know, why wasn't this a hit? And... Part of it's you touched on one of the things. It was three. I brought up as three things that was going against this movie. One, people remember the original Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> so, if you're a fan of the comic book and you saw that movie, you like, I'm not going through this again. Because it's like they, you know, it's like I was expecting one thing, and that movie is like, you know, I've watched that. Is it is what it, it is what it is. If you're in a certain mindset, you can enjoy it. If you're trying to like take it seriously, then it's a stupid ass movie. But you know, I've watched I've watched it more than once, and I don't turn the channel when it comes on if I'm bored. So I can't say like I hate the movie, yeah. but it's not like a favorite. So if you are a fan of the comic, you already been through that once, and you're not going through it again. If you're a fan of that first movie. You're not necessarily going to be a span of this one because I'm like, well, he don't take his helmet off. And I don't know who Carl Urban is like one of the guys from Lord of the Ring, but not Vigo. Like, it's not really catching your eye. Like, that's one part Two, the marketing was sucked. I saw a few commercials in a trailer and you barely saw anything. It came out like in August and it was like in a movie theater. Movie theater seemed like for like two or three weeks. If I remember I- if I remember right, the, the trailers were like quick. It was almost like you knew it was a Judge Dredd movie, but you didn't know much. You knew the helmet. You knew somebody was playing um, Judge Dredd, and it was just like, yeah, but what the fuck is the movie about? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't tell you too much about the story. They just showed some action scenes, and the awesome um, song, was it? In for the Thrill, that slow-ass song, because like, everything was in slow motion. Like The, tr- the song caught me more 
than anything else from the trailer. But I was like, it didn't tell you too much about the movie. I was more intrigued just by reading about it. And the biggest issue, and it's not even this fault, is that this came out the same year that The Raid came out. But The Raid came out first. And they have very similar storylines. So even though Dread was worked on the film first, people saw the, you know, the raid had already came out. Everyone knows how the raid was. So then you read about Dread, it's like, oh, it's the same thing, more or less. Like you look at Curse Mary Bune, it's like that kind of took the thunder away. And it came out. Some people saw, not enough people saw, died. Then it came out on Blu-ray. A lot more people saw it. And then a lot of people were like, oh, this is an awesome movie. Like one of those whole cult things. Like we forgot about the first time and we checked on it again because they talked about wanting to do a sequel and then make enough. They've been talking about doing like a TV show for like four to five years. So it's definitely like people who watch this movie enjoy this movie. And I always say this movie crawls so John Wick can walk. That, yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Because it's funny thing, John Wick could have easily suffered the same fate as this. But the only reason it didn't is because one, Keanu Reeves is a bigger star than Carl Urban. People like Keanu Reeves. Two, the budget was low. And three, it came out around a time where it's like nothing else was out. And it got enough hype where it's like, it was nothing to compare it to. So when John Wick dropped, it was like, oh, this is new, this is different. Dread had to deal with the whole thing of like, you know, we got the raid and now we're getting a remake of a movie that a lot of people really didn't like. Yeah, um, those are all sound pretty accurate to me because I know I'm on I'm on the Stallone. Other than that, I would have went, to, you know, if somebody would have said something, I think I would have checked out the movie. Uh, but, you know, you just struck on something. The TV. I'm, you would think somebody would jump on the TV now, especially like Amazon Prime or. I mean, it's now, but when they were talking about it, streaming wasn't like, the, you know, wasn't big like it is now. They were talking about doing the longest, like doing a show and everything. And it's always about because ske- keep in mind, scheduling like Alice Garland got real busy because he did Ex Machina. He did Annihilation. So now he's like a star. Carl Urban is always busy. He's busy doing the boys and stuff like that. Like, you know, and yeah, it's kind of like scheduling. Is the money really there and stuff? Because keep in mind, John Wick's a much bigger franchise than that. And they, they're they going to do that show, but they've been talking about that show for like three years. And, the, and also it's kind of like scheduling and can we get stuff right? Like it's it's different than just throwing something out there and want, and want to do it right. And I feel like their whole thing is they want to do it right, but that takes time. But in, And it's also kind of like, you know, people say they want to see it. Do they really want to see it? Yeah, nah, yeah, that's true, too. It's like just, you know, like if people really, even though I, I always say check the Blu-ray sales. If people buy the Blu-ray, buy the digital copies, and that shows us a vibe. And that's what happened with this movie. Like, a lot of people caught this on Blu-ray. They didn't see... Like, I caught this on Blu-ray, and I got mad at myself when I seen the movie theater. And I feel like I was part of the problem. But I just laugh, because it's like... How you, you know, how you didn't see it? Yeah, I, I still go behind it. I'm like... It's not a long movie. It's like... And it's easier to see this than the raid. 
like I didn't see the raid in the movie theater because it wasn't. I heard about the raid from like friends. Yeah, that's and I, I didn't see it taking my own Blu-ray. I saw the raid too. Raid two was a movie theater around my neighborhood for a week, and I saw it on a Saturday. It was like three other people. Well, yeah, I'm. I was a super. I'm late to the party. Like I, after I watched it the second time, I literally just got it on digital. I was like, no, because I'm gonna be watching this again, and it's almost in the same shadow of RoboCop. Just by violence, not by, you know, the movie mm-hmm. or whatever like that, you know, because that was like more satire than anything. But it just that the violence was just like, geez, like some of the stuff that was happening on there was just like graphic. And I don't think my mind was ready for that because I didn't think it was going there. I had no idea. So I'm just sitting there like I'm watching somebody get skint. I'm watching people getting thrown off buildings. I was just like, mm-hmm. what the hell am I watching? I was, I just loved every minute. And like you say, it's a quick watch. Like I didn't sit there like for two hours. I didn't even realize how long it was the first time I watched it. Then I was like, no, I have to run this back. I definitely have to run this back. So I'm late. Yeah. It's an hour, hour and thirty. It's an hour and thirty-five minutes, and it's a perfect, is a perfect length. It explains itself. It doesn't waste any time, and. <sighs> You know the funny thing is, What's that it's action movies better than this, but I couldn't think of what I would change with this movie to make it better. I, you know, I was sitting there like there's absolutely, and I've thought about that. Like there's nothing I could, there's nothing that I could see myself like maybe I would do this. Like I can't think of anything I would change to this movie at all. I hate to say I hate to call something perfect, but I'm just like. I don't see nothing that I would change, like as far as the casting, as far as the story, as far as everything. I'm just like, no, this movie's <laughs> this movie's fucking amazing, man. And can we get? I just want to back in the theaters one weekend, just one, <laughs> just one. Um, the one thing I can say about this movie is, if you watch this movie and if you like me and you never saw it, this really will make you hate the first one. This will, because I don't even want to watch the Stallone one no more. Because <laughs> I'm so mad at that one for having my mind all like, nah, no, nah, I don't want to check no re- remake or nothing like that out. Damn, this movie's good. But anyway, so it's the reverse because it's kind of like watching the remakes of RoboCop and Total Recall will make you appreciate the originals a lot better. Watching this will make you hate that Stallone movie. I'm yeah, like, I don't want to see that again. Like and, and and another thing, I hate the the remake of Robocop. I'm just like, oh, what is this? <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Jeremy hates hated it because he loves the original Robocop. I was like, mm. but it's funny you bring up Robocop because I was thinking about the actor Joe Kinnaman. And I remember liking him a lot more before Boy Holbrook came out. The dude that's in um like the first couple seasons of Narcos, and is like in the last part of the movie, like the the villain in Logan. Yeah. Once he came out, Joe Kim seemed a lot more plainer. Hmm. And it's kind of like that whole more, you know how you talk about like certain actors look a lot better until another actor come and it's like they get pushed out the paint. And I think for me in my mind, that's what happened. It's like, you know, you look at somebody a certain way 
and then you see somebody that's kind of similar, but you like them more, and then give, kind of give you the side eyes of the first one. You shouldn't do it because it's yeah. not fair, but it's like it, it happens. Yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah. Uh, it happens all the time. And the perfect example I use, and we can jump into the thing, is you look at the career of Emily Blunt, and then you look at the career of Haley Outwell, that was on Captain America. Both British actresses, both beautiful women. One has a way better career than the other one. Because it seemed like they kind of fit the same spot. And if you're only going to pick one, people tend to pick the one that was, you know, wasn't on Peggy Carter for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah that's definitely true. I mean, you could do that with a, uh, a host of a different lot of actors. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Dread, yeah, the budget was 35, no, 30, between 30 and 45 million. The budget, uh, the box office ended up being 41.5 million. Like we said, the stars call Urban. Um, yeah, just tell the people what the movie is about because it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I can say that much about this movie. Just it'll beating around the bush. Yeah, it's okay. Do you want to? Talk about the movie or details about the movie. How you get a, a little synopsis, then we could just go into the movie. Okay, synopsis is basically like you know, Judge Dredd taking a rookie patrol woman on for a trial run, gets caught up in some shit at Peach Trees, and can he survive the Mama Clan? Just another <laughs> day at work. Before one more thing, Carl Carl Urban plays this. Judge Dredd so perfectly. <laughs> yes, perfectly. Yes, like even though I laughed, he did the when he did the show start and the way he pronounced America. <laughs> like you can, and that okay. Here's the thing: it's supposed to be like the East Coast United States, yeah, with like the population density of Jersey because they're like what 800 million people, and the equivalent of like this small. I know, what was say from Boston to DC? Yeah, is a sizable chunk. It ain't that big a chunk to have 800 million people unless everybody just like we living in um, Queensbridge projects. Yeah, because which is how they have the movie, which is how they have the movie set up. So it's kind of like so that part I laugh. But no, he plays it perfectly because it's like, you know, he never smiles. He doesn't waste any words. He, he does a lot of talking without saying anything. And like he does a lot of acting with just his mouth and his chin because you can't see most of his face. The helmet he doesn't come off at all. I like this Stallone one where he Stallone's like, oh, Mr. Vester Stallone, look at my face. <laughs> no, he I, that's just one thing I like. He just kept the helmet on almost like um, uh, the Star Wars joint. I can't think of the name of the show now. You, you know what I'm talking about. Mandalorian. Because you never take, you never see his face except for one time, and this one you don't see his face at all. Yep. But let's go ahead and jump into the movie. I mean, no, I'm okay. So I will say this about the movie before I go into it: you have to be real careful about what sound system you have watching this movie, because I have the soundtrack to this movie. And I cannot play it over a certain decibel level in my car because I feel like the bass is going to ruin my subwoofer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, like, yeah. It's a whole bunch of boom, boom, boom going on. And I can like watch movies in my movie, my movie room, turn the volume up and hear blasting. I never do it with this one. I like this thing got way too much bass. And it just feels like it's part of the movie. Like it's just constantly hitting. So movie starts. They basically like explaining that, you know, um, America's a radiated wasteland <laughs> behind a wall, 800 billion in this, the ruins of the old mega blocks, mega cities, like the, you know, the guns, the gangs, you see everybody out there with masks on and it just looks hot and dirty. And the only thing that looks clean is the hall of justice. Clean to the West. How about that? Oh, cops, and- cops got the nicest building on the block. And by the way, uh, Carl Urban said he was having a hard time with this raspy voice keeping it too. I can imagine. Yeah, like I just wonder how Eastwood did it all those years. It must be natural. Yeah, that shit hurt. <laughs> Trust, I'm not gonna be doing his voice a lot. I'm just saying right now that shit hurts. <laughs> like, okay. Mega blocks, mega <laughs> cities, do the law, like all that. That shit. Like I need. I'm gonna have to drink tea after that. So it's basically explaining the movie, explain his role. He getting suited up. Throwing on the vest, on his guns, on got the lawgiver gun, and then boom, dread. Just get into it. Spends a minute telling you what's going on, and the movie start. He on patrol. Some thugs driving around, getting lit off slow mo. Slow mo. Talk about slow mo. Feel like time is going at one percent is normal speed. Whew. You imagine listening to some chopper screw with some slow mo on, <laughs> and they, and I will say, and Cam brought a good point. This is probably the movie that does 3D better than any movie that came out, and that includes Avatar. I'm sorry, James Cameron. Like this movie, like how it uses visuals and sound is perfect. Because when he hit that, everything like stops. Yeah. Like you hit the contrast buttons like a hundred percent. And the music this goes super slow. And I didn't appreciate that. Until Dre shows up. Because you see him getting blitz, and it's like you see the sparkles in the eye, and it's like muffled, like. I had literally had to, that's why I watched it again, because I was like, okay, I knew it was a drug, but I had to appreciate the scenes again, because they, I think it was that scene, and then when Mama was using the drug, and I'm just like, oh, okay, so I see what's going on here. I definitely, because that's when I was like, I definitely should have saw this in the theater. Yeah, then they should all like, what? It's a judge that I should tell. Like, we gotta, you know, as soon as they know, the, basically, like, you see a judge, it's your ass. Yeah, you got to go. Because they... They rise it up and then they out there shooting, not hitting a damn thing. Talking about keep the car and like keep the truck still, keep it straight, trying to fucking kill him. Dread just driving. They ask if you need backup. Nope. You don't need no backup. We driving. He ain't trying to stop right now. He's like, they're under narcotics. I'm cool. They driving. Then some dude with his headphone, he had his beats by the pound, not looking, crossing the street. Wham. Out of there. My band. That's why they say don't have those over the over the ear headphones that block out your sound because you don't know when a truck coming just run your ass over. Yeah, never. You shouldn't do that, but we do. Mm-hmm. And he running his ass over it, and all of a sudden, Dred sees that, turns around like control. They just wiped out innocent. I'm taking them down. You could have did it a minute ago. 
<laughs> he could he waited for you know he was like I'm just chilling first scene was going on and then soon they kill somebody oh judge time and it's funny you know those bikes look awesome those are actual functional bikes oh really yeah I did not know that those were those, those CGI stuff they really had those bikes and he was really driving the bike I think I read that it, you know he wanted to do his own stunts mm-hmm. or you know whatever or as many as possible yeah so. I know how that go being yeah, an actor. So let, let let out with the chopper on the bike, takes the van out, van capsizes, two of them die. And he parks, and I don't know why I laugh whenever he says this line, but like when like bike activate crowd control. Like the man even the man even means to his bike. Like he all grew up, you know, bike ain't doing nothing, mind his business. So two of them dead. He see one out there running. How did he survive? Like, how did he survive? He just had a scar in his like head. I was like, "What? The fuck out of here!" He had a seatbelt. Keep going. Yes, <laughs> so Dred sees this brace off roundup going in the mall. One dude already, some fat dude already shot. A lot of fat people getting shot in this movie. Yeah, and it's something to be said because I guess because the original comic had a name for him called him Fatties. Yeah, fatties. Like, it was like mm, so. And he got one of, you know, got this young woman there as hostage. And, you know, it's like, what's it going to be? He's like, you know, we're going to negotiate. You let the girl now and you'll just get life. You'll just get life. No parole. <laughs> and the dude is like, you suck at negotiating. You got no leverage. Talking about, you know, you, you, you know, you kill innocent people. See that this is you dying. It's like, take this deal. Like, you either get life and ice. And I, what's that? I don't know what ice cream did. They keep you on ice or did it store you like in a, you know, solitary confinement? Oh, God, don't bring up that ice demolition man nonsense or whatever they were supposed to be in. No, they always talk about, you know, women, ice or cube, like isolation cube, ice cube. They never go deep into it. So it's like, yeah, you know, this was going to happen. You're going to let me go. And he's like, all right, hot shot. And he's like, what? I said, hot shot. Shoot a damn lame bullet. Like, he doused him right in dude's mouth. It melts. Oh, my God. That girl is That's so- his idea. That's his idea of cracking a joke. That woman is so petrified. I'm like, oh, my shit. goodness. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then she sees him, like, Thank you, Judge. I'm like, yeah. And then dude just mopping. You're like, you know, the mall, the food court will be open in an hour. <laughs> That's the type of city, Mega City One is like that. It's some dude in Zamboni just mopping up blood. They got the body out the way. It's like, oh, you know, don't worry, you better get your pizza anytime soon. So you get a call talking about you finished with your business. I'm like, yeah, Chief Justice wanna see you. So you, this is a normal day at work. Normal. It's probably what, like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock in the morning. Got it. He just started off his date. So then we get introduced to. I know you like this because you're a mutant lover, Cassandra Anderson. <laughs> Yo, y'all gonna leave me the hell alone. <laughs> go ahead. You want to talk about Olivia Therby? You go ahead. I know she popped up in Juno. This is the first time I've seen her, and then I saw her in this Kevin Hart movie. It was like he was like a like a relationship counselor or something like that. Shit, I don't know. 
it's like him and was it Josh Gad or something like yeah it was like it was a Kevin Hart movie. Is it the one? You no, know, it's like is it the wedding? No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. Something like that, like you gotta pretend to be my best man. Oh yeah, the wedding, the wedding, like um, the wedding ringer, his friend, the wedding ringer. Yeah, That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, she was in that. So anyway, she's there, and here's a quick history. You just see her looking at a picture, her, her parents. She's smiling. That's it. Yeah, they did not. They did not dive into that at all. All you got was that one scene. I guess she was just supposed to be like, uh, okay. I guess the they took her away from her parents. Her parents died. We just don't know. And you know what? It's a good thing they didn't go back. And they now did I think about it? As far as a movie and how the movie was set up, it's kind of good that they didn't go through that. They didn't mm-hmm. dive into that because it really, it really wouldn't have served no point. Because this was a movie, basically, once you get to Peachtree, that's it. It was just talking about that, that, that circumstances, what was going on that day, and after that, that was it. How are they going to get out of there? Yeah, so, you know, breaking down, it's like, you know, Cassandra Anderson, she was born by, you know, the barrier wall, parents died of radiation cancer you know taking orphan like they get orphans get taken into the hall of justice at nine that's how we do business take the test you know she was always borderline <laughs> when she took the test she failed like only three percent Trey's like swats in the uniform what the fuck you doing <laughs> Somebody, you know ain't no ain't no curves like ain't no curves here yo and then and- time out the way judge Answers questions or ask questions is damn you when I be texting you something, your answer be just be dry as hell. I'll be like, so oh. <laughs> or that's it. <laughs> I'll be like, damn judge, dread ass motherfucker. I just said throw that in. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a reason for that. <laughs> I know judge. Mm-hmm. So it breaking down, it's like, you know, what's who's people in the room? Like it's two people. Another judge, angry, focused. There's almost something behind the anger. And it's like, you know, just like, you know, delve deep into it, but not enough. It's like, it's always some mystery behind Judge Dredd. Unlike the one, unlike the Salon one, where like, you know, saw his face, all his story about Rico and all that. Like, he knew, uh, you don't even like ice cream. Like, this is kind of like, he do his job. He good at it. That's all you need to know. That's it. And they stop you from learning anything deeper. Like, as soon as you want to delve in, like, nah, this ain't that type of movie. And he's like, she's a mutant. Oh. <laughs> like, he great. Like, boy, like, he great in Creed. He was like, uh, he was, I, I, I'm borderline racist to mutants. She's a mutant. Chill out, man. That's okay. Yeah. One of those powerful mutants we ever had by most powerful movie we had by a wide margin. So she ain't just no regular one. She like, I'm gonna be Jean Grey when I get some training. Talking about we lose, you know, we lose in the battle for the city. We need every advantage we can get, you know. So this is gonna be a great advantage. Like I said, you know, it was only three, it's only three percent off passing. It's marginal. It's not marginal. She failed. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the like, you know, the, oh, the, you know, the Hall of Justice will look past her record, so you will too. So you won't have to deal with this. 
And it's like, you know, give her one more chance, see what she can do, throw in a deep end. And he like, it's all the deep end. Like, it ain't, like, and the way, think about it. They get 17,000 calls a day for crime. And what they say they can reach, what, 8%? Yeah. 8%. They're doing the best they can. I mean, yeah, 800 million people. 8% is like, you know, keep breaking the, you know, you know, breaking it down, you know, you're going to go on your level, you know, your data assignment. One out of five judges die on the first day. Shit. <laughs> Why the hell do I want this damn job? I'm like, that's 20%. Not the first year, not the first month, day one. Yeah. Your training, this your training day, you're gonna be in a box. <laughs> I'm like, nah, that's all right. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm thinking of something better to do. One out of five is not good. So it's like, you know, felon, you know, felon to you know, follow the rules of your trainers automatic fail. A in the bet in the criminals are automatic fail. Losing your weapon and having to take it from you is an automatic fail. Ready, rookie. I'm like yeah, the assessment starts now. They go on there, and then we're gonna figure out where the first crime gonna be. It's gonna be in peach trees, cause this is who we get introduced to, my magically Madrigal, Mama, the Mama Clan. You can't say Mama Clan without snickering. <laughs> I did when I first heard it, cause I was like, what? I had to be like, did they just say what I thought they just said, Mama? And what and, what, and and what's Mama's backstory, Shahid? She is a former, as you know, former prostitute in the S nine Pleasure District. Pimp cut her face. She got payback by biting his dick off with her teeth. Said feminized him with her teeth, as that was described. Started the game. Took over all peach trees. It used to be three gangs plus her, and she took over all two hundred floors. All two hundred. Like this ain't the Carter. This is something. <laughs> this is going way past the Carter. Mm-hmm. That's her backstory. We see her there, you know, chilling in the tub, slow mo going on, and it's played by Lena Headey. And it's funny, this was between seasons of Game of Thrones, but this is before Game of Thrones got big. This is like when Game of Thrones started. It's like what? First season? It had to be like between season one and season two. Had to be, based on the time. So, it's funny, you watch this movie now, it's like, oh, it's Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. When I saw this movie, it's like, oh, it's Lena Headey from Sarah Connor Chronicles and 300. Because that's what I saw in first. Oh, okay. She was in the yeah. you know, She started off, you know, first big movie was being a 300. And then she's on that Sarah Con- Connor show for on Fox for two seasons. And then she did this with Game of Thrones. And now she's like, I'm Lena. Like, people see the name. They know who she is. Back then, it's like, you know, this white girl with all these tattoos. And it's funny where 
just like the first movie where you see her tattoos a lot because most of the time they got like hit because like you know you can't be in Westeros with no damn falcon and phoenix and flower tattoo and like a half sleeve <laughs> so it's because she is tatted up and she out there face all scarred up teeth all jacked up hairline this hair all messed up looking raggedy and still look good how <laughs> <laughs> she like a worse person than Jessica Jones, and, P- and she still still got a vibe. I see in there in the tub, just like splashing the water, ooh bubbles. And she played this role real fun. Like she really gets hyped. Like she get mad, but she really raises her voice. She only smile a few times. Most of the time, she real talking like this. You can't get it done. All right, I get it done. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like she just real low and like Jake Roberts. She's playing real menacing. And then dude was like, you know, Ma, we got some trouble. One one of the lieutenants messed up. Avon, what you doing, man? Wood Harris. Oh boy. I did. that's another reason I'm so mad I didn't see this movie because like I check out pretty much everything Wood Harris in, and I'm like, I don't fuck okay. it. I'm wondering how he get this role. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is not an American production. This was not filmed in America. I mean, kudos to his agent. They was like, you know what? We feel like you seen the wire. You feel like he do something. Like you know, it's it's funny where it's kind. Of, what's the movie? Um, Paid in full. It's like you see that. Yeah. You want to get that? You you know we can he can he can do drugs. You know he he good at drugs. Like all right, bet because he and it's just funny where. He just stands out so much because it just seemed like he just so different from everybody else in the cast. Yeah. I mean, is he the only black person? Not, no, because the, the Met the, the Met dude's the, okay, the yeah, black yeah, guy yeah. And, the, and the chief and the chief justice is black. Right. So we got black people in the movie. But in Mama's crew, kind of like, he's the only black guy, right? Um, no, because it's the dude. Later on in the movie, talking about this fucker ain't down yet with the long, with the long, stringy hair. Okay, when yeah, they get yeah. lit up. <laughs> yeah, all right. but, but yeah, his, yeah, Mama's crew is the United Nations. Remember, it's like Mega City One, it's Boston, Philly, New York, DC, Baltimore. So, you know, they still got some hood there. Yeah, okay. Accents, accents. You know, it's another story. So basically, it's kind of like some dudes pushing his work on our block. Scared him off a week ago. Must have came back. She was like, "Oh, you can't, you can't handle it." He's like, "I can handle it." You know, like we need to teach him a lesson. And she like skid him, throw him off the roof. God damn! With the quickness, they didn't even yeah. turn ahead. And then his ass came like want to hit him with some slow mo first, and she's like, "Sure." I can't think of a worse way to die. You gonna get me? You gonna get me zooted <laughs> before you throw so me off the building? Like I'm falling from down Mars. <laughs> That's how I was gonna feel like. Because keep in mind, Tom is going at one percent his normal speed in your brain. You get thrown off the two hundredth floor. That ain't the way to go out, man. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I'm. My brain be feel like I'm falling for like a month. Good lord. I, I would have had a heart attack before I even hit the ground. Just from the, just the shot. Like, that is, just think about that. That's horrible. 
So anyway, you see him. He's like, oh, please, no. Like, hit some of this. And you see Tom stop. And then you see them thrown, but you don't see the bodies. Because there's some lady pushing a stroller. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> one body hit. <laughs> Two body hit. And then she look up and scream. And she run, she run up real fast. A third body hit. Like, oh, man, you push your baby. You just get a, a body falls on you. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. I think the the the, the I like I appreciated the third reaction when she saw the third one. She had to like push that stroll out the way, like oh shit, another one, because she kind of looked up the lady uh, with the baby. Yep, and it's like all of a sudden, I guess we go on the peach trees because they like you know oh seventeen thousand cases a day. We can you know get eight percent, and she's like, what eight percent? You're a assessment rookie. You tell me. Let's do peach trees. So they go on the peach trees and they get there and they see the bodies all laid out. They explain peach trees, you know, biggest slum in Mega City One. 96% unemployment rate. Ain't a lot of people working. 96. Who's working? Nobody working. Mama. <laughs> I don't think she got 401k. The only people got jobs is the Mama Clan, the food court, and the med and the dude running the health center. 96%. You know, I'm gonna be honest with for, for that dude working the med center, it was a lot of sickly looking people in uh peach tree. But that's because they were all on slow mo. But go ahead. His room was like the size of my bathroom. Shit. <laughs> There was a small ass med center, so they get there, see the bodies laid out. Graphic. Oh, before they get, before they get there, it's some dude with a you know will debase myself for credits. He's like rookie, judgment. Somebody you know vagrancy, blah blah blah. But you know prioritize crimes, more important crimes. Like yeah, don't be back when I get here. And the dude just shaking his head like yeah, you know I'm, I'm gonna leave. He ain't leaving. <laughs> He shake his head like I'll be gone, then just go back to just standing in you know space, and then dress ass like you know. So why you wanted to be work for the Justice Department? You know, I think I can make it this you know difference, protect the law. You know, you like make a difference, place like this. You know, I grew up in a place like this. You know, it's a lot of good people here that need a chance. You know, so yes, I can make a difference. He like admirable. So I don't know if he's like sarcastic. If he that's a whole thing. It's hard to tell his vibe sometimes. So, Cause you don't know when he's sincere or sarcastic. Yeah. Sometimes no. you can. Sometimes you can, but sometimes you can't. You like, is he really thinking admirable? Is like, oh, this bitch gonna learn. But maybe being that he's so dry, maybe he was like, yeah, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he there, they see the bodies. And it, the one of them head look like a damn watermelon. Brains splat all over the place. Talking about three perps in a fucked up condition. It's the best person sees. Talking about, I got to run it through the blood, but I got to figure out which person, you know, blood it is. And then they all scoping it out. And he checking the gums. Ugh. The prosthetics on this was disgusting. Gross. Because you even know. Because if you look, the one he checked, it was like his face was kind of like smashed in but the teeth were like sitting like gooey low. yeah I was like what the hell 
I mean, you fall from 200 stories. That's what that's what gravity does to a body. He's checking the gums. He's like, rookie, see anything? And she's like, beside brains? She's like, no, sir. You know, chemical burn from slow-mo inhaler. Slow-mo. Then he breaks down slow-mo. It's a newer drug. Hit the thing. Makes you know. Makes this makes feel like the brain going like 1% is normal speed. She looks at, you know, must have felt like a long-ass time coming down. And then he like, you know, asking Anderson what you think. So she looking at looking at the bodies, looking at the evidence, look up, talking about, you know, skin, drug, throwing off the display. Feel like it was a warning, you know. It's like intimidation. He's like, Yeah, don't fuck with the Mama clan. <laughs> oh. And like Mama Mama clan. <laughs> like the first time you heard Wu Tang, like the fuck Mama clan. So you get the you get the story of Mama before she had a scar when her teeth was looking all good and her face was looking good. And then you get her breakdown, like what she do. And then, oh, the tech dude. You see, I always, it's funny when I first watched it, I didn't pay attention to like how he got his eyes. And then I remember watching it again, it's like, she just took his, she just gouged his eyes out. That was him? Yeah. That was him. He like, ah, ah, yeah, that was him. No, why do, you think he always, why do you think he always shook every time he around mom? I thought he was just scared of her. I, I didn't realize that was him. Yes. God that's, what, that's why he's scared of her. Shit. Because he walk around with Google Glass in his eyeballs. Wow, I missed that. I missed that and I watched it twice. Damn it. I missed it the first few times I watched it too. And then when I was watching it one day, because you know who that actor is, right? Uh, I couldn't make it out. Who was that? You saw you see Star Wars, the newest ones? Yeah. You see General Hux? That's him? Oh my God. That's him. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Don Hall Gleason. Yes, that is him. Wow. Yeah, and it's funny where I didn't realize that was him so I saw him in later stuff and then looking at the credits, I'm like, oh, because they know I look like him. And he don't, and they don't sound like him. Hey, that's why it's called acting. Yeah. <laughs> she take his eyes out. Talking about was like, you know, it used to be three games, the Peyote Kings, the the Red Dragons, and the Judge. Mama took them all over. Imagine your whole gang is like, you know what? I'm gonna dress up like the judges. <laughs> That's like being a game. Be like, what's your game? We the five zero. We pretend to be cops. Like, no, they know I, they know I join your damn gang. But that's what you're doing, beach trees. And Mama just murdered all of them. Had her squad just gunning people up, and they running, holding each like two of them running, holding, holding hands. Like, what you gonna do, y'all? Mario and Luigi. <laughs> like, why are you holding this dude's hand like you link escorting out Zelda and Zelda 3? Like, what are we doing? But anyway, they both get shot. And then it's like she took over all 200 floors. And Anderson's like, you know, how she get away with it? Two is like, you know how many times we get a judge in peace trees? And Dre like, well, you got one now. So he he, he already on the plane. Like, you need to find out. Where all the crime going on? It's like this den right here, South Corridor. 
It's like, you know, rookie, find out where the clan work and hit them hard. So that's the plan. No waste of time, no five-minute montage, anything like that. It's kind of like, this movie is very economical with its story. It'll tell you exactly what's going on and what's about to be done, and it doesn't. And it doesn't waste time. So they're about to go ahead, hit this den, and then <laughs> Dre asked a question we all was wondering, but no, I was bringing it up. You know, I mean, you help me. You know, I was wondering if you know, remember you had your helmet. Because she had the helmet when they was driving there, but she don't have the helmet the rest of the movie. And she's like, you know, a helmet might interfere with my psychic abilities. And he like, I figure a bullet might interfere with more. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was the way he said it was just like, yeah, it's your funeral. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you ready? Yeah. You don't look ready. Just adrenaline, sir. Cause they out there getting high off the slow-mo. He put a little um like like C4 on the door. And this scene is so awesome. Cause you see the lock blow off in slow in slow motion. The pin come off the lock. You see the eyes. The guy eyes like dilate, like, and everything is just moving like super slow. And they just look around, like, imagine you just high hitting off like the world biggest blunt. Then the cops show up, just fucked up your high. <laughs> so, and when they shooting these people, it's going through belly meat, Ugh. it's going through cheekbones, because you know, like, you see, you first you see the explosion. And the dude behind the door, you see his whole stomach just ripple. Like his bite is concave in like Kofi Kingston's chest, but entire torso. Mm-hmm. It's flying and it's in slow. It's almost like they're not moving. And then the other guy, get, and then the music's still playing, but everything else is going in slow motion. The gun go through the belly, go through both holes. One of the guys, like, in the corner, you know, he's looking up. And you can see his reflection in, like, Dredd's visor. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to raise his gun slow. Dredd handle his ass with the quickness. Go right through the cheekbone. Ouch. Tired jaw blown off. You can see his teeth. It's like, this is a hard-ass R. And I don't know. It's something intoxicating about how they make violence look beautiful. And that's dangerous. Cause it's like we're saying, like this is an awesome scene. It looks gorgeous, sound gorgeous. We're seeing people getting shot and these body parts basically getting blown off. And we describe it like it's Picasso, you know, on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that is very strange. But I guess you know, a sane mind is saying, you know, how the movie shot and what they did with it. But you know, somebody else not all there. Yeah, I mean they yeah. are, but they are criminals. Yeah, so that's true. all we need to tell ourselves. So just about they, they deserved it. So <laughs> Anderson, rookie judgment, you know, oh, vagrancy, jaw, three to five years. Like, don't tell me, tell control. <laughs> like, you know, because she shook. Like, like this is her first day. She's like, oh shit, blood uh, on my boot, anything <laughs> like that. He's like, rookie, what's up? He's just so fucking. He's so fucking dry. Like, like, yo, fuck are you doing? Like, I mean, he ain't here to waste. Think about this. If 20% of people down on the first day, you ain't got time to be cracking no jokes. Yeah. I 
He'd been doing this for a long time, so I was like, let's get to it. And this ain't his first rodeo. He's like, you know, and he said, I'd like, don't tell me, tell control. And then they out there tying, you know, resting people. And who out there getting blitz? K. What would don't get high on your own supply? What are you doing? Chilling there. Like, oh, this little, get a little thing. And he's like, you know, got them all tied up. See the tattoo on his neck, like, sir, this is a gang member. And then she started using her Professor X abilities. See the breakdown, like it's him. Him who? The guy we're looking for. You know, he's certain like 99%. Gotta be 100. Can't convict on 99%. <laughs> hmm. How about that? At least, at least he got more, like, you know, I mean, it'd be nice if you just save us a whole bunch of paperwork and confess. He, like, nope. <laughs> I, I, he no ain't way. saying nothing. So they about to bounce on out, and then old eyeball man see him going. He out there chilling. He see you going off his eyes, you know, start downloading that new update. Like, oh shit, I tell Ma some bad things. And it's like Ma, you see this? He's like, oh, <laughs> tell what happened. Did the dude tell what happened? It's like, oh, Ma, we got some problems. You know, judges came, hit the den, blah blah blah. It's like you know. Judges is showing their face. They just got to, you know, get their quota. It's like, nah, ma, they picked up K. Dead? No, arrested. She's like, fuck. She no, already knows. She knows he's going to snitch. K going to snitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Talking about what if he talk? No, part of it is like, you know, the judges get you. Everybody's snitching. <laughs> That's how the judges roll. Yeah, they, like, never, no- they never dove into it, but it's like, if he get around the judges, he's going to talk. So, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the general, like, you know, if they bring him in, he's gonna talk. I'm like, Ma, what are we gonna do? And you know what the, you know he gonna you know what she gonna do? The same thing they did in the raid, except for the raid, he just had to hit a switch. Her, she gotta do some, you know, leg work. So all these people in the security office just knocked out like two of them playing spades, one of them just drooling to sleep. Out of should be doing that work. <laughs> Absolutely not, sir. Mm-hmm. Out here, you better be protecting peach trees. <laughs> I'm a, a G unit coming and run up in the spot because you sleep waiting to do your I'm not Dave wrestling podcast. Going all like what's your next story gonna be? <laughs> Feet all up on the table and shit. They is. I have never been. I picture myself like comfortably being asleep at work. I've never been in a place at work. I just got my feet up just <laughs> just knocked out like that. I mean, if, so, I'm, if I'm in the office, I am. So, yeah, I mean, door lock. Yeah, I'm not going to come in there. Oh, you got an office. <laughs> All right. Mm, they had an office, too. You saw what happened <laughs> anyway. Why they sleep? Home, you know, te- what they call them, clan, you know, clan techie breaks into the system. You see the guys coming. They ain't looking at the screen because the dudes see everyone playing cards. So they're just rushing, gun them all down. And dude's like, this one's still moving. So he pulls out. So it's when he already had a big gun. He pulls out the small one, shoots him. No. Rooter's in. No, you're all <laughs> secure. And then, you know, he's calling, um, basically, you know, calling like building software, like, you know, we got to run a test. And my mouth here kind of like, I bought him like, you better not fuck this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I get his fear. That's not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's just now to the point of like, 
I don't think you have to scare this guy. I think he's already scared of you. You don't have to try to intimidate him any more than he already, you know, he's scared. She's in, she's enjoying this. It ain't just, she's, she's getting off on it. That's the whole thing with mom. You know, when she smiled the most, when she messing with him and when dread talking that shit. <laughs> those are main those the only two times she, much of the time she all like either she don't got anything on her face or she frowned up when she interacting with dread she's smiling and when she messing with him she enjoying herself because she doesn't just looking he's like you know i just I, you know, control we like run a test and everything like that i put the work in it's like i don't have anything peace trees i i called it in three fucking times like you know my supervisor on my ass we need to do this now and she just here looking like mm-hmm <laughs> I hope you're able to handle this. Shame something happened to you. You know, might might have a new nose next. Oh my god! You're looking. He and he shook his like you know. Oh, hold your fire. You know, put the fire out. All right, I, I got you in. Oh, you just saved my ass. <laughs> she has no idea how right that is. <laughs> oh, so they got control of the building. So I guess the war protocol. It must have been some bad shit to happen back in the day. Because they yeah. got blast doors coming in and they talk about how, you know, it's an irradiated wasteland. Irradiated from what? Y'all fought Godzilla? What happened? Y'all fought each other. What the fuck happened? Because keep in mind, you ever notice the flat, the American flags in these movies? It's like six stars? Eight stars. Yeah. It's just eight mega cities. Ain't no more 50 states anymore. Oof. <laughs> what the hell happened? They got a damn wall around, you know, the cursed earth wasteland. Mm. Trump was wilding. <laughs> you right. <laughs> we was dropping, we was dropping things to Russia. They probably ain't got a damn Atlantic Ocean anymore. It probably looks like a swamp. So they take over the building, turn war protocol on, closing all windows and doors. And them things come down. It's like, you no. Know, did I tell you to leave? You come, you know, like that that baker's still there. Like, you coming no, with me. Up. Come with me. No, he knocked. That door come down. He get turned to strawberry jelly. He's out of there. Out of there. Doors closed, windows closed. You was out there skateboarding with the homies. And now you gonna <laughs> you gonna be playing outside for the rest of the day. And remember, and remember, this this is all just so Wood Harris the character doesn't get out of there. They don't take him. This isn't like like some like you don't you got a sniper? You ain't got nobody who can just it had to be an easier way, but I guess not. Two hundred floors I mean, up. It's the whole thing. Yeah, they two hundred floors up there on the bottom floor is judges. You know, I don't think Sniper Wolf is part of the Mama clan. So okay, so what I'm supposed to believe is that the whole mutant things they are very rare in Mega City. Oh, P- no, not yeah. just no, it's mutants are there, but she's rare because she's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like the way they say it's like you know we never had nobody this powerful for and ain't even been that close in a long time. So she's like special, special. Okay, but they don't they don't know what she is originally, and the only person that know from the Mama Clan is Kay. Cause they be talking, yeah. so but it's like, anyway. So the door is closed. So all my mom knows, like two judges got K, can't let them leave. So we ain't let them leave. So it's like you know, patching, and she out here like she about to start crying. 
Like, I don't know. Like, her mind, it's funny where she all, like, her mind is just, like, broken. Because she knows before she go on the microphone, she, like, rubbing her face and she looking down. Like, she, like, I need my hit. Yeah, I think the drugs and the old life and <laughs> it's taking a toll on her mind. She's, uh, you know, not yeah, all there. But, but the rest of, but whenever she talks, she like, cool, like, peace trees. This is mama. <laughs> There's two, you know, two judges here. I want them dead. You know, all clan, all corridor, proceed on the route. Anybody else stay the fuck out of our way. You know, if I don't get them, you know, you know, Nobody getting out talking to judges. And then like it's for you judge, you know, sit tight or run. Doesn't doesn't matter you weigh your mind. Like she ain't shouting. She just kind of say, what's what I want? There's two judges here. I want them. Stay out my way. In my way, I'm shooting you. Judges, I don't care what you do, I'm getting you. Until I get you, ain't nobody doing shit. Price of the life just went up. Forget the brick. <laughs> <laughs> So now they try to figure out a plan, and Dred like, "Oh shit! Thought this was gonna be a short day." Yeah, right. <laughs> he like he worked overtime just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out what's going on, and you notice, um, man, center dude turned his light off. He like, "We closed." Now we out of here, bro. Time mm-hmm. he ain't getting involved with that. <laughs> so he's trying to figure out what's gonna going on. He's like, you know, guess we gotta work our way up. You know, they're talking about you want to cut him loose. You're like, tell me, rookie. Because <laughs> she's like, you know, maybe we should just focus on, you know, we carrying this guy around. Maybe we should just focus on, you know, like handling my bottle of ghosts. Like, I don't know, rookie. You want to let you want to let a criminal go? <laughs> she like, nah. She she kind of get the vibe like, uh, that's probably not the best idea to say to this hard ass. Mm-hmm. So they start working out, and then this is where you realize the difference between a thug with a gun and trained. Because, oh, Mama Clan might as well have been fighting the Transformers. <laughs> oh, why? Why should they have been fighting the Transformers? Cause they getting waxed. Every encounter they get, they get a wax with Jesus. First thing's coming up is like, you know, how we gonna handle go up the steps? It's like, um, you know, steps, gas grenades, you know, respirators. Tells the dude, you know, you might want to hold your breath. So she like listen to the gas. So he throws these gas grenades out, and these fools with guns are just running toward this green smoke. They're not Have smart. You saw green smoke, Jeff. Would you run toward it? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> mama's, mama's group of henchmen are not smart at all. You know some judges going on. It's like, oh, I don't know how they live in peach trees. Maybe just, they just used to seeing smoke. I know if I see some green shit. No. I'm running away and wondering what's going on. I'm not running toward oh, what's going <laughs> <laughs> Running into the cloud, you see your man coughing, you running toward him. What's wrong? What do you think wrong? You think somebody farted? 
I love Mickey Mouse. They, they out there running foul and getting and dread lighting them up. Ain't no, ain't no, I'm shooting you in the knee. Oh, he definitely shoots no, the kill. He shoot the kill like yeah. Well, they broke the law. That the law just gunning them up the steps, kill like seven on them. Dudes on the elevator. Oh, I wonder what's going on there. Get reached up, snatched. He gets shot. The homies get shot. So then it's another crew waiting as you know, talking about we got the north and west corridor, south, got the south and the east. We're gonna bring these judges on the plate. He talking all big because he got a little gut, so you know he been eating well. He got the biggest gun. And Dre looking at like, you know, looks like we gotta go through him. Got the stun grenades, and he started talking to shit. You know, citizens of the peace trees, you know, you know, proceed now, you gotta disperse. You come in the car, you got twenty, got twenty-six to comply. Dude talking about you got twenty you know, you the one that need to be complying. It's like it's what? ten of us. Twenty of us. Two of you. Ten of us, two of you. Why don't you come on out here before we blow the fuck out of you? Talking about you now got ten seconds. They like, fuck you, judge. Two you got seconds. five. What dress say? Thanks for the heads up. Stupid. Stupid. He got his jokes. <laughs> Stun grenades go off. And then it's like, just in case you worry, Anderson's shooting people too. Because before I hadn't seen her shot yet. Yeah. She, she busy carrying case. So they get sh- down here, get hit with the stun grenade. And I hate when that happens at video games. Some of those video games, you hit like a stun grenade and the screen go all white and you can't hear nothing. It's like, this little too realistic. <laughs> so I can imagine how that'd be in real life. What game does that shit? One second you was talking shit. One of them games, I think it's the division. What's that? Um, I think it's the division they do the that division shit. Division does it. Some of the Call of Duty does it. Um, what other game I was just playing? Um, I was just playing a game that does that on PlayStation Four. I can't think of what it is. It's some. It's yeah. It's some. What's it? A shooting game? I can't remember. It's some game. It's a lot of games that do that. Um. I know God of War does it sometimes when a Valkyrie hits you with a flash and you can't see shit. Like the whole screen turned black. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you, you know, I'm like, you don't need to be that real. It's a video game. I don't want my ears ringing. <laughs> so anyway, that happened. One second you get hit with a flash, a flash, because you dead. Because they all lit up. There's one person still bleeding. He's like, Anderson, what are you like? What are you waiting for, rookie? You know, try to murder Justice in his death. She's like, yes, sir. She's thinking about it for like, she don't think about it for too long, you know. She handshake a little bit, gotta look up, she aim, boom, take him out. Yeah, she was she she te- technically she was done after that right there. But she she knew she That's had when to, it started. Yeah, yeah, but she knew she had to get out of that still building. Had like some, no, well no. Cause at first it's like uh, you know, maybe I built for a judge, but See how she is when the movie starts, and see how she is when the movie movie ends. She, that's to say, she has less issue with killing people, like that inclination, like you know, I'm afraid of putting this thing on them, kind of went away after a while. So she's the dude. They dead. They got somewhere to hide. They there by a door, and all of a sudden she used. It must be sucking. You just read people's minds like that, no permission. Cause she there, it's like. Did a little sound like Kathy. She's like, who? Kathy is me open the door. 
That's cause if somebody called my name, I don't know who it is. I ain't open up the door if they know my name. <laughs> I know the whole explanation. Like they must know me because I'll say know my name. I'm like Pete, like Peace Trees. My mom like nah, I ain't for shit. Like, who? I'm like who? Who? Who's this? And she and she like Kathy opened the door. She opened the door and she put her hand over her mouth. They rush in there. Tell me, you know, she about she about to choke her. <laughs> <laughs> they just trying to survive, man. Yeah, they yeah, I know all about that. They trying to survive, all right. So they in there, <laughs> Dre like, we got tire up, <laughs> and she like it's a no, we can't do that. It's a baby there. What know. is wrong with Judge we Dredd? Tire, we don't know. We gonna get back. Dredd. He ain't he had to waste twenty percent down the first day. He ain't part at twenty percent. It's a reason for that. Look, he ain't here to mess around. Fucking around talking about tying a damn oh, mama up, actual mama that's got a kid. Chill out, Dread. Shit, there's other ways right now. Where's the father? He's out there looking for us. And it's like, okay. say what you was thinking. And she's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. That's what she thought. All right, it's an elevator. You can go anywhere. You don't hit the 200th floor. And they're like that. Like, you know, I'm not doing this for you as long as you're here. You can't be killing, but you know you can't. We can't be dying. I just don't. I just want you out of here. And then she read, and then she see the picture and realize the husband is the dude she just killed. Uh oh. How the how this how the table turn? Yeah. Oh oh shit. I ain't gonna say nothing. She about to say something. It's like, nah, just get out of here. Yeah, let me just go. <laughs> Friendly fire. Yeah. So anyway. They trying to go to the med the med center. It's like you know, open up. Fuck y'all. Open up. Nah. <laughs> nah, we close. I'm neutral. You already said neutral. You ain't neutral. You choosing sides. Talking about mama get every block on down. You know, it ain't no sides. You already did. <laughs> he like I ain't getting involved with this. Like it's a y'all y'all ain't making out of this. Sorry, judge. Mm-hmm. Peace out, Judge. And, and Dredd is... Yeah, Dredd is tight. <sighs> so, anyway, they trying to go in there, trying to, you know, figure a way out, and then tech guys, like, it's got eight eight here, 15 here, another... It's like 30 people died, they didn't get a scratch. Because they did the breakdown, because while this happened, my mom and um, the other henchmen talking about, you know, we got this work. We already got all the blocks. We got sector such and such like that. You know, we can take sector nine. It's going to go too fast. Like, we can put, basically, like, we can run this city. Like, they treat it slow-mo like it's crack. <laughs> She's like, slow down. Sector 15 is red territory. Let's just take our time. And that's when they find out about how we're going to handle the judges. Because Mama Clan ain't got them hands. No, absolutely so, not. Like, let's, let's lock them down. Shit, that's in the first place. It's like, okay, why you just trap them in the first place? But then I'm like, they ain't that smart. They only been getting away from this crime because they more ruthless than everybody else and just haven't been paying attention. Mama might be a little smart. The rest of these dudes... Uh, they just, they they, just going yeah, with, with a wind blow. We ain't talking about Cobra. Yeah. But we, look. The same Marlowe's the same Marlowe squad. Let me ask you a question. Are the judges the judges are famous 
everybody know the judges, right? But is Judge Dredd infamous? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The, the, is he is he the judge known from all um, judges? The one, the ones who know, no, no. The ones who know, no. Oh, okay. If you, like the whole thing, if you know, it's kind of like if you're not a rap fan, you don't know who Jay Prince is. But if you are, then you know why people know Jay Prince. Okay, got you. That's how dread is. Because like, I, you know, you know. Because I heard a lot of people call just say judge to him, and it wasn't like, oh shit, judge dread. It was just more like, oh, there's a judge. There's two judges out there. No, I like. I mean, it's a lot of. It's like anything. Like every cop ain't super cop. Okay. I did. That's what I was wondering. Right, a lot where, of bad average ones. Like this, you gotta, you know, you gotta. Yeah, and it's kind of like you might be a rookie first day. They're getting orphans and stuff. You don't know. But like you've been doing a job 10 to 20 years, that your name ring in these streets. Okay. So anyway, they get locked in. They're trying to figure out how to get away. It's like, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and see if a way out. If I don't get back and they get you, you might want to be might not want to be taken alive. It's your choice, rookie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if I don't come back, you know, save a bullet for yourself. This ain't I, I didn't know this was aliens. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that line. I really wasn't. I mean, he low cool. You remember the elevator? And he's like, "Sir, he think about getting your gun." Yeah. Just changed his mind. Yep. <laughs> like dread ain't showing. He just chilling. He ain't showing no fear, no nothing. So he out there scoping. It's like you know. So Mama's plan is. What a damn plan. Okay. I got to talk about this plan. It's like, we know, because it's kind of like, I get her plan. We know where he is. We got him locked down. So when he poke his head out here, we're going to light him up. She had time to get three Gatlin guns with like pole emplacements to hold them down. Got them bolted down. Like, when she says she going to tell me, you know, I want to do things easy, but you want to let me so we all to get messy. She she was not playing, cause she had the gun set. They, they setting the guns up. People like, oh, what the fuck is this you know, out there? And you know, dread out here peeking out, looking through the window, and it's like mama looking. And then all of a sudden she looked where she see where dread at, and you see her face. She start she start doing a slow ass smile. Like <laughs> when you looking like your man phone. Like I knew he had some damn DMs. <laughs> I'm about to light his ass up, and she's looking, and she see him. And then Dredd see the guns and Dredd like, oh, shit. And then Mama had a smile. She like, fire. And these guns, these things are shooting Nintendo switch size bullets. When I say them things, them cannons were ringing, they were ringing. Ringing. <laughs> and the music kicking. And they shooting through, and they shooting through walls. People trying to run. That one dude's pushing a shopping cart. You better put that damn cart down. What the hell are you doing? You talking about the black bum? The blow was just like this. Like what? Wait a minute, bro. He got this. Got this food. Like mm-hmm. he's out there woofing. That's how we run a five two forty. Put that shit away. He got hit. People getting hit. You out there minding your business in your house. And your wall getting shot down. Mm-hmm. And they all have this gun and dread running. 
ducking, running. They and Mama is having a blast. She got the, she got this smirk on her face. Like this is, I haven't had this much fun in three weeks. That's the type of face she got like that. She's just chilling, and then she's like, "I want some of this myself." So she grabbed a gun and she letting off shots. People just getting murdered. Like a gas tank get hit, he hanging off wall. She like concentrate the fire. Build. I'm surprised the building didn't come down. She knocked down apartment rooms, and Anderson's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then she started using her, she started using her mutant powers. Like, oh shit, shit got real. So they out there tomorrow. Get back. Yeah, they don't. You don't need to tell them to get back, Dread. They already know. <laughs> I think they know. <laughs> so one of the bullets put some holes to the walls. So they see some daylight. So it's like, oh, we're way out. And the one thing about Dread is he is quick on his feet. He is quick thinker. As soon as you see that, like, all right, time to go high X. Shoot the explosive bullet, just jumps through the wall. You, you Wood Harris, you handcuff. Your hands are handcuffed behind your back, and you get tossed out a wall outside on a, on a skate ramp. He deserved more than how his shoulders ain't how his shoulders ain't dislocated. <laughs> Good question. But you know, you know, you just said something real interesting. Uh, they really did make dread quick. You know, he was really think, always thinking. It wasn't that he was too smart. It was just that he was always mostly on his toes. He's like economy oh, shit. of economy of thought and action. Yeah. You remember when we saw The Rock and um Sean Connery threw the knife talking about you must never hesitate. People who got a plan and know what to do and when they want to do it will always have an advantage because they're not wasting time. They know exactly what they're gonna do. So that one, two seconds you think about what to do, they already did it. Sometimes it all takes is a second. Yeah, that's true. He's been doing a lot of, he know exactly what he needed to do, so he did it. So they finally out, and the gun, you know, they finally let off what a thousand bullets, two thousand bullets, it's raining bullets. And then they finally outside, they call for the cowards. I'm like, yeah, you know, we all here, like, shit just got real. <laughs> they're like, you know, can you, can y'all, can you, well, can you wait for backup? Like, no, we gotta move, we don't have no place to go. She's like, oh, okay, helps on the way, just, just stay alive. I need that pep talk. There you go. It's like Bill Belichick <laughs> on, on Seattle. Just stay alive. I'll do my best. Stay alive. <laughs> do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Who? who? Imagine. <laughs> Never mind. That's like the worst that you would fear and need help. Chief, Justice Bill, Chief Justice Bill Belichick. Take on the deep end. See if she can sink or swim. I don't know. The workout one way or the other. <laughs> Boy, that's too much dryness for one movie. So the other game, somebody, you know, no way they, you can be surprised. Some Ma said we got to find the body. So we got to find them, what's left of them. So, and the way they play this scene is hilarious because this dude is like the Ma's basically second in command. He out here giving orders, anything like that. All of a sudden, you see them walking around through smoke, you hear gunshots. And then Dredd just got the dude, his name Caleb, and just throws him off the throws him off the ledge. <laughs> he got a shot on if he wanted no. He wanted mama to see. He didn't ride in front of mama. He grabbed, he's like, no, no, oh just tosses him mm-hmm. and just walks away. Mama's like, what the f-? she guys got this look like. All right. Who is who is this? I got you. Now she's starting to, starting to wonder like. 
you know, who is this guy? And Dreg Rap K, they throw him in there. You're like, oh, he out here screaming. And then he give him that New York justice. This interrogation, he put in the boots to Wood Harris. I was come out. I mean, on one hand, it's like, you know, he's a criminal. He deserved it. He's kind of a scumbag. Because keep in mind, earlier, when he was messing with Anderson, talking about, oh, you one of those mutants. Most of the time, you got, you know, y'all know we fucked up. You got, you know, five arms and no arms. Look, it was interesting, the black man saying that. I don't know why I found that so interesting, just the way he said it. Oh, you one of those mutants. Damn, mm-hmm. come on, don't be don't be racist, Wood Harris. You know how it is. You came out pretty good, huh? Not too bad, you know, so you can read minds and tell me what I'm thinking. And he turned on the porn hub filter in his brain. You good. That was my phone. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like she got her out there, bent over, Nick is slobbering. She, she like, you know, you're just trying to find a crude way of like, you know, shaking like one trying to scare you. If I was, I do this. And then she just pop up like a stalker movie. And then she backhanded shit out of him. What am I thinking about now, huh? And he just laughed like I had some time. So keep that in mind. They already established that. So they in there and Dred putting the boots to him. Talking about, you know, Mama locks down the building, kills an entire block, men, women, and children, all because we don't want to let you go. You know, you start putting two and two together. Something tells me, like, you know, if you had died in a raid, Mama will let us go. She don't want you talking. That got me curious. Me, he had just. And he's not just asking questions. He's asking questions in the middle of kicking and punching the shit out of him. Yeah, he damn near almost killed him himself just with his hands. So talk. Fuck you! And he gets strangled. <laughs> and it's like, sir, sir. And he looking like, don't you see I'm at work here? It's like, you know, you, you let me do it. You won't have to ask any questions. So he walks to the corner like, all right, let's see what you got. So she go in his mind, talking about, you know, it's kind of empty in here. He's like, oh, so this is my shit. This is my brain, my rules. You know, you know, my fucked up, you know, your fucked up head goes against my fucked up head. Your fucked up head's going to lose. And why is it, man? What's the first thought he had? First, he want to try to shoot her. And it's like, oh, well, I'm in here. Let me get some of this mutant dome. Um, yeah. Men always hold. So black men out like, ooh, I'm with a white woman. Let's have sex. I mean, he was shooting. <laughs> I swear. He was shooting a shot. Shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wonder how you'd be if, if that was Dana, but that's a story for another day. We ain't gonna go there. My goodness. <laughs> I am. I am. We ain't, going, we ain't going there, Popeye. So anyway, he thinks he's having fun. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she, yeah. Chill out, man. <laughs> so anyway, that's going on. And she's like, you know, I'm you're not the only person who played mind games. All of a sudden he looked down and it's mama doing her thing. Ooh, I cringe just thinking about that. Just like oh, man. Cause she out there smiling with teeth all bloody. And you know why her mouth bloody. He's like, mm-hmm. you and then go with the brain, break down everything that's going on. He laid out a stupid pissing on himself, talking about, you know, Peace Trees, the biggest distributor of slow mo in the city. Mama slinging it. Let me hey, ask, what Dre say? Let me ask you a question. Question first. 
What made Wood Harris think he was going to be smarter than the mutant? Uh, 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 you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really thought he was going to outsmart her or outwit her. The same thing that makes people go on Twitter and say they can beat a grizzly bear shooting the fair one. Okay. You gave me That's that. what. Male pride and egotism. Like, yeah. Because you see that all the time. Like, you know what? I know it's a gorilla. I do CrossFit, though. She is a mutant and she's a fucking judge. Do you not it's think first, she do you not it's think the first job. I can handle this white woman? Yeah, exactly. I can take her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, my mom crazy. My mom crazy as hell. She can't handle this shit. I got this pimp. She can't handle this pimping. <sighs> so anyway, so now she's ready allowed to play and tell you know, parameters of change. What's the assistant rookie tell you know, we can hide, we can run. You know, we wait, you know, wait it out because, um, you know, Cavalry's on his way. And it's like, well, it's two options for third. You know, we take, you know, take it to mama. And it's like, you kind of outgun. Should we wait? And then she was thought about for a second, like, she wanted this man to drill like the type. I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> I'm just chilling for the Cavalry to arrive. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wrong answer. He's like, you the psychic, you tell me. So their whole plan is, so they know what Mama doing. Dread is like, all right, me and this rookie and this dude we dragging around, we just going to just take it to the hood. Take it straight to him. We just going to get straight to him. You running out of bullets, though. How did his gun operate? How did that gun operate? I saw that he had to reload it, but you telling me him reloading it, he could do all that different shit with it? From stun to fire? I, I guess it's like a set amount of weaponry and like certain bullets take up more ammo than other ones. Okay, because I was like, damn, you just telling me one cartridge do all that shit? Or it's a magic gun. I don't know. This gun <laughs> shoot like nine different types of bullets. <laughs> so you tell me, like I thought about that too, because like, you know, we saw incendiary... We saw, you know, High X. He's had like a two-way split. The hot, like the two-way split we hadn't seen, like Hot Shot, Armor Piercing, Rapid Fire. I'm like, damn. Don't let real cops get that. They be lighting us up tomorrow. Yeah, I ain't chasing this um this Jaywalker. High X. I didn't mean to stun the old Jigaboo. My bad. Burn, burn down a damn neighborhood tomorrow. I, I know I had a two-way split. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I hit your baby carriage. I was like, somebody else. Uh, like, no. Ooh. So anyway, so they doing this. And meanwhile, the cavalry come waiting at the door. Black dude, another dude, Tamo, open up. And if you thought that dude was fair before, you ain't seen him yet. Because the mama there... And she caressing him. He's thinking, oh, it's all cute. And then she, you know, she got a damn knife to his belly. <laughs> she doesn't have to do this. Oh, I, I understand. can't open the door right now. I lost, I, I lost control. It's a total system failure. You better get this shit. You better get this shit handled. We're going to be in there. We're going to handle it for you. And she just in there just like, oh, it's going to be all right, baby. Like, I'm about to gut you. She And it's funny. Like, she's smiling. And she's like rubbing them all soft with one hand. And then she got that knife right there. I'm like, mama is a ass. She don't have to do this. No. She don't have to do none of this. 
her words alone are fright are frightening enough. And it's not, it's not even she's saying it in a mean or menacing way. You took the motherfucker eyes. He is he look, he would do anything you ask. Mm-hmm. But like, nah, I'm gonna have my fun first. <laughs> and she was having the fun, and he was not having fun. He was shook if, and he's like, oh, I can't get home. The building is like system fell down. We had a fire on the seventy sixth floor. And you're looking up like you better get this shit handled. We're gonna handle for you, and then get him off the phone. She leave. He about to shit himself if he hasn't already. Mm-hmm. So. They're like, we're going to go move. And then these punk-ass teenagers come in. Like, why you shoot them? Why you shoot them? Damn, why we had to find them? Oh, like, boy. if you know you ain't about that life, keep your ass in the house. You sure they were teenagers? I thought they might have been like 10 years old or something. I was trying to be nice. Maybe they... They older than 10. I'm thinking they like... You 14, sure? 15... Mm-hmm. No, I don't have a birth certificate, Jeff. I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. I'm trying to be I, nice and get. I'm saying they look like they look like between ten, eleven, and twelve. They didn't feel like teenagers. Just do- that's some big ass. That's some big ass ten year old. <laughs> okay, Tracy McGrady. I'm Tracy McGrady's son. Oh, okay, I would be nice. I would be what you say. They, they were they were teenagers. I don't believe they were teenagers though. I know you don't. Preteens. So. Teens. So anyway, they're in there. They get to jump on. It's like freeze. Dress like why? Because <laughs> we'll shoot. Not with the safety on. They're like the safety ain't on. They look up. Soon they look look down. Dre got the gun up. Okay, Jeep cubes and meat wagons. Don't. What's it gonna be? Makes no difference to me. Yeah. And you know the funny thing is. You don't know, like you, part of you thinking, like he'll he'll pop them damn kids. That's what I was thinking. I was like, holy shit! Because I, I was like, if he shoot the kids, I'm turning this off. <laughs> <laughs> the kids shot first, though. Like, oh, I think it's well, just the, I think it's the visual that would just fuck me up for a minute. I'm like, no, no, I have to turn this off. But he just you no. Know, and, and I'm like, okay, it ain't that type of movie. So meanwhile, that's happening, and K trying to get a, you know, he they got his eye from second. It's awesome. He grabbed Anderson, get some shots off so he get distracted. The kids let some shots loose, dread through his tactical role, stun. So I guess it ain't all shoot to kill. So he stunned the kids. At first he wasn't like, he ain't gonna pop them kids in the kneecap. But now I'm like, this is a rated R movie, and they ain't and they're not women. So teenagers get shot all the time, B. So I'm wondering why he is stunned Anderson and Kay. Good question. So any, I thought about that. So he didn't. So she got in the elevator. So she got hemmed up, and he's like, "You are so fucked." He about to have some fun. So that happened. They bring him in there, all celebrating. And you know who ain't happy? Mama. <laughs> Come on, look all this, all this shit happened because you got caught. You should have killed the judges or killed yourself. Or they like, but ma, and she forearmed the shit out of him. Yeah, he felt that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, and she, That's how she said it too. It wasn't loud. It wasn't the shut the fuck up. I kill you now. But I lost too many people. I can't afford to lose anymore. So 
you know. So, like I said, sooner or later, the Hall of Justice is going to come in looking for the judges. They're going to find them, you know, shot up, one in slow-mo, then one on the 25th floor, a bus going wrong. That means no raping, no skinning, no stabbing, just bullet holes. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you fucking understand that? Yeah. Ma is not pleased. You know who ain't pleased either? Dread. Cause he found you know why? It's promo time. He about to talk his shit. He got on the mic. They're like, you know, it's him. It's him again. He trying to patch in. They're like, can't you stop him? It's like, we let him talk. We can find out where he at. He's like, peace trees. This is Judge Dredd. In case some of you forgotten, the block is still under city rules. You might think Mama's the law. I am the law. <laughs> Mama's a common criminal. <laughs> like, Mama's a common criminal. And Mama heard that. She started smirking like, ain't nothing common about me. Um, I have one thing to say. Anybody that's a film buff or watch a lot of movies, uh, like we do, watch that scene, and then and, watch the loans. And no, 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 and then go watch Cobra scene in the uh, grocery store, <laughs> and you tell me they don't link up side to side. Like I'm the oh, I was about the dread. I was thinking about no, fuck that. He said, no, just, if the court scene was Stallone talking about, it's order, it's just, it's all, I'm the law. <laughs> Stop, I hate that his movie, whole, dude. His whole lip quiver, but they throw the damn book at him. He was mad. He's all talking about law and order, like, Hershey gonna fix this. <laughs> like, nah, it's too late, Dredge. You got a better lawyer with, the, with your dumb ass. <laughs> See a little wagon. You, you are, now, now you're going to Aspen. Oh, man. I always laugh at that scene because he get pissed. He gets so damn mad when he throw the book at him. Talking about this is a, this is a travesty of justice. This ain't the law. Oh, the law. Man, his whole face moves anyway. He out. This other dread is like, yeah, I'm the law. My mom's a common criminal, guilty of murder, and the distribution of slow mo. You know, anyone gets in their way, like, oh yeah, my mom the sense of death. Anyone gets in my way, be accessory crime. And as for you, Mama, judgment time. Sound like the damn Undertaker. He said real yeah. quick, like, y'all might have forgot because I don't come up in here. Mama don't run things. I run things. Mama ain't shit. I'm going to kill her. Anybody in my way, I'm killing them too. You heard that, Mama? Like, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. yeah, up in here, right? And they find out where he is. They try to rush. And then the other black dude with a line, because they see a body in the phone booth, and they think the judge is, okay, this is why I know education is raggedy in Mega City 1. They think he just there in his phone booth just chilling. <laughs> they thought. He's like, oh, he didn't see us coming. He just out here. He reloading his, he reloading his gun. He hiding. It's like somebody play hide and go seek and hide on the, like oh, in the shower curtain. They hid above the curtain. <laughs> like, come on. <sighs> well, criminals are, tend to be dumb anyway, and these ones are dumb the most. So they shoot up the, they shoot up the um, phone booth, and the black dude with the pressed out head talking about this fucker still ain't down. Um, maybe that should give y'all first clue or second clue because they all there looking and dread up there on the other side of the balcony incendiary 
sets them on fire. Yeah, um, Dre is not fucking around. <laughs> this shit, this shit is nope. this turned to this turned into like you know Dre doing his thing to like nah, I'm fucking killing anybody, everybody. You in my way, you getting it? Well, here's the thing: the incendiary works because you ain't you want to aim that one shot taking out everybody there. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's an efficient way of handling business, but you setting people on fire. And they seeing this, and the tech dude is watching this go on, and he like, what in the world? And at this point, my mom's like, oh yeah, um, I'm out of my element. Yeah, she just realized. Point's kind of like, yeah, um, I ain't talking that hot shit no more, cause she got this look. She ain't smirking no more. She just like, I didn't know who I was fucking with. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. My bad. And Kate's like, how are we gonna stop this guy? She like called nine one one. So she called the cops. It's like, oh, corrupt judges. You know, I never even thought about that. Of yeah. course, it has some in this in this city with nineties with all this high unemployment rate. Judges can't be making that much money. <laughs> One million credits. So they ride in there. There's four of them, and it's and it's the it's a white dude named Lex, a black dude named Alvarez. Asian dude named Chan and a woman named Kaplan. So you hitting all the boxes. So corruption work, corruption crosses all race and gender. Yeah, they 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 circled everything. They was like, nope, because we ain't gonna have us saying that it's all white. No, we're gonna put every all of them. All the Alvarez out there with it. Alvarez out there with a shoddy too. <laughs> yeah, there talking about, you know, somebody called a 1024. We've got two judges under lockdown. You're waiting outside. You're dismissed. You're dismissed. <laughs> yeah, like like buildings. You know they had building a total shutdown, and then the black dude Albert here like, open up now. They open up the door, and he's like, "You're relieved." <laughs> and they look and they out there, at the, and they they gotta be rookies. They looking at you like, "Oh, why don't we just do that?" Something's going on. They break it down like you know, two judges here, one got shot up standing over here, one found on this floor. And then the, now the mad dude when it has some ball. Damn, what happened? <laughs> I can t- tell you what happened. It was, mama, it was all for the Mama clan. I can, like, you'll testify that in court. Yeah, no problem. Boom! This is going to be, he get lit up. Good for him. Yeah. Good for his bitch ass. Because if he would have helped out the first time, he might still would have been alive. problem. Like, uh, no, there you what happened. He snitches. <laughs> snitches get stitches. He got stitched up. So they're gonna they gonna the elevator and mama there, she a little jumpy now. He's like, one million credits. A million. You know who he is? No. I do. One million. And that's that. It's like, oh, so dread like that. Yeah, and see? <laughs> and that's why I asked you. The the judges Dredd are like that, famous. Judges, yeah. Wait, oh, no, the judges know who Dread is. Yeah. Because yeah. his record, his record, my record speaks for itself. <laughs> oh, Alonzo! Yeah. I'm Sunny fucking Rock <laughs> That too. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was hilarious because that that scene shows. Just in case you hadn't seen Dread kicking ass for an hour, that scene right there in Force is like, you no, know, Dread is known in these streets when it comes to the other judges because he's like, yeah, if you knew what he, if you knew who he was, we would be, you know, debating. It's like, you know, she's like, all right, fine, you know, Kaplan. You know, protect the client, Alvarez Chan. 
with me. So there was, was like, you know, the other, they the was other split, judge. They were splitting that four ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, the other judge, she alive or dead? Alive. Make her dead. <laughs> Lex was not Lex was not wasting no time. He wasn't just corrupt. He was corrupt and efficient. Like, this man, this was not his first rodeo. But you know who first rodeo it was? Chan. Was it? After Dreg. Yeah, because how he dropped the ball. No, I'm talking about as far as, like, having brains. Oh, okay, okay. He okay. probably... Yeah, because after, you know, Dredd shoot a few more people checking his gun, like, oh, running low on ammo. So you run up in Chan, you run up with Chan, and it's like, you know, Chan sector 13, Dredd section whatever. Oh, nice to see you caught your 1024. You know, so relax, you know. It's like, is it just you? No, it's a three man squad on our, on our way. So just relax everything on the control. And then Dredd wait like a second or two. He's like, two. Like, what? <laughs> two of us made the call. Kind of funny you didn't ask about the other one. Jig is already up. Dread, Dread knew from Jump Street. It wasn't like Die Hard where we had to like John McClane wasn't sure if that if who this dude is, that's Hans. So he playing around and then you wait for like three minutes cat and mouse. One line. It took one conversation. It's like, oh yeah, shit. That's a whole thing like this. Dread been in these streets for a long time. Mm-hmm. Dread instincts. So Chan's like, hurry up, Lex, move your ass. They out here fighting. Dread already tired, so Chan get a few ch- hits in, and it's trying to choke. Him. He should have shot Dread. Yeah, to choke him. Yeah, he tried to. Yeah, like he I turned it with Tina, which I didn't understand. Like, why are you doing? What was the type of choke you used to a woman? You don't <laughs> choke a man like that. What was he trying to do? Oh, you a judge. I'm a judge. So let me use these hands. <laughs> no. If you want him dead, take out your gun. Your gun does everything. He just he just want to say choke on it, Dread. And Dread shoot him in the foot. Holds him up. Wait for the camera view. Lines that shit up. Bashes his entire throat in with the gun. Mm-hmm. He gone. Choke on that. His neck caved in. That shit was disgusting. He's like, <laughs> just stumbling around, and by the because by the time they get there, he's still alive. <laughs> just for a second, just to see that that dread ain't messing around. You know how hard you got to hit somebody to get to somebody's neck. You got to put some force behind it. Got to. Yeah, Dreg has a mouth like I ain't wasting bullets. I don't blame. So meanwhile, K talking his shit. <laughs> like, oh yeah, always wanted one of these. Looking at the picture, talking about probably wanted to make them proud. <laughs> Too late for that now. <laughs> That's your fault. That's your fault. Should never ran up against the fucking Mama Clan. Now <laughs> look at you, like he proud of that. Like, yeah, you know, you ain't just got it. You ain't got it in you though. If it wasn't gonna be today, it'd been tomorrow, next week. So I've seen plenty of judges. You ain't got it, but it's gonna be today, I guess. So any last words, bitch? And then she say, "I was about to ask you the same thing, bitch." <laughs> and this dummy, I I guess it's not known like you know how the guns work, because he tried to shoot, and it's like ID fail. You hear. Boom. Hand blows off. 
he just uh, uh, looking at his hand and shit. I used to have a hand three seconds ago. I ain't got no damn hand. I'll be the same way as like, damn, my day couldn't go any worse. Well, yeah. And then she gets up and spins, kicks the shit out of him. Just, just for good measure. So he not even gonna be conscious when he dies. <laughs> yeah. So she, she gets away, grabs, grabs the ooh, grabs the machine gun, kills two people. You know, Ma hit the sound. She knows since so she hit the bullets. Case dead. Captain's like, you know, go somewhere to hide. It's like, what about you? Like, I got a cup. You know, I get the drop on her. I shoot her. If I don't, she hesitates. And then I shoot her. She thought that plan sound nice, don't it? Sound real nice. She is she's real confident too. White woman confident. Like, I got this. I got a plan. You see how plans work. So anyway, that's going on. And then Lex and Alvarez up on Dread is like, you know, so how much it costs to betray a judge? One million. Split four ways. Three ways now. Fine with me. <laughs> and then Dredd, like, you know, it seemed kind of low to betray the law. He like, don't talk, say that shit with a rookie. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing 20 years and all this is a meat grinder. Go in as meat, you know, go in one way, get ground up in the other. You just turn the handle. Like he, so this dude been like, you know what? I'm trying to retire. Man, tired of Like, I've been. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get this little nest egg. I ain't trying to hear that shit because he was. He said, "Go quit the law." Like saying that shit for the rookies. Like, let me tell me that. Base, I'm tired yeah, of putting on this vested helmet. Shit. Mm-hmm. Like this pension ain't shit. I'm trying to get paid. So they out here having a gunfight, and Dre trying to go through the bus like you know, rapid fire, two way split, high X, shot the dude's head off. Clean off. Alvarez didn't have a chance. He had that shoddy thinking he gonna do something. <laughs> yeah, he all he did was get dead. And Lexi that he like motherfucker. <laughs> like, see his old man laid out. But he started talking to him, like, yeah, I'd be scared if he hadn't just run out of bullets. Cause he figured like you using that. Cause he like, you know, we say two way split that had a special sound. Yeah. Lexi. And then he just waiting and seeing. And he's like armor piercing. And Dredd knew he was screwed because he started shooting through the wall. First shot missed. Second shot missed. Third shot almost hit. Fourth one hit him clean in his gut. And he just slid down the wall. Got a chunk of meat out of him. Oh, you see this. That man should have bled out. <laughs> this this scene is so damn funny. Dredd should have been dead. I'm ah, that's what I, I was thinking. An uh, armor piercer going through your gut, hitting all your pancreas and liver, and like that. He must have hit every vital organ. Lex must not be an aimer for damn. But anyway, he out there and dress like, wait, wait. <laughs> this is my funniest part of the movie to be. <laughs> wait for what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm so disappointed in you, Dre. I expect the more. Do you want me to wait? Wait for it. Wait for me to change my mind. Wait for a few more seconds because you, you're so fucking weak and you can't stomach losing because you're on the wrong side of a gun. No. And then he get lit up like, no, wait for her to shoot. shoot. <laughs> 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 it 
shit is so hilarious. Cause he tried to play that on so to like hold up, wait up, hold on a second. You know, you know why his, you know why his lines work so well in this movie, and from the difference from him and Stallone, because it's almost they, they let the camera linger on Stallone, like, ha ha, laugh. <laughs> it was funny the way he said it, the way he did it. This they don't let it linger. It's just like, okay, wait for her to shoot, and then he's, yeah, what took you so long? You know, they'll keep going with the scene nah. or whatever. Yeah, this one that is the whole lines like, wait for her to shoot you. <laughs> he did. It's like, all right, basic field training. <laughs> basic field training? This man cauterized the wound, got the self-cleaning staples. Yeah. All right. Reload. That man got hit. Where reload? <laughs> that man got hit with an artificial bullet right in his gut, and he out here with some glue and some staples like he said boo. Uh, the job got to get done. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm like, this man, I didn't see no... Hey man, it's no nothing. I didn't see a damn aspirin. <laughs> what do you think you would go find an aspirin at? And a damn ba- Okay, besides the fact that they in a drug house, he ain't got some of like, in the basic field training. You got a perk. You hear how that man talk? That man just gonna take the pain. I'll be all right. Yeah, he's all right. You didn't see all that. He's like, you know, <laughs> like yeah, re- yeah, you see this rookie? I'm sure you had to patch yourself up. Like seems to go. You call this getting shot. This ain't getting shot. <laughs> She's like, you know, they reload. It's like, you ready? And it's like, yeah. He like, yeah, you look ready. Yeah, cause and at this point, Ange's like, yeah, I'm ready to put, I'm ready to put it on people. So they out, they out with a team. Cause remember how Anderson got there? Kaplan was there, like, oh, don't worry, rookie, I'm your backup. She do a little mind read and guns her down with the quickness. <laughs> oh, that. I get the drop because no, when they first see each other, Ketlin's gun is down, so she's trying to distract Anderson so she can get a gun up. Uh huh. You forgot she's a she's a filthy mutant. <laughs> <laughs> Got gun down, fell down, face first, ass up, dead. You thought it was gonna be easy payday, two hundred fifty credits. You ain't getting shit. No, no, no. <laughs> So at this point, Mama's like, yeah, <laughs> shit ain't looking real, shit ain't looking too good right now. All my homies dead, now the cops dead, trying to figure out what I want to do. So they like, go in and find a tech dude high. And, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I can help you. I can, I can tell you the code. I didn't do anything. And she about to rip it like, I don't need your help. Then she reads his mind, realize all the torture he went in. And it's like, he went through a hole. This man. I'm still mad. They she just plucked his damn eyes out. I'm mad that you. I, I'm mad that I didn't notice that, and you had to bring it to light. I was like, "Fuck, you all right?" It's because because it, it happens like quick. If you blink it, you miss it, and I missed it the first couple times I watched it because you see the scene and you don't put two and two together. Like I didn't like the first couple times I watched it. Then I watched it one time. I'm like, oh. That's how he got him. And that's why he's so shook. He ain't just afraid. He's like, yeah, she's done stuff to him. He's like, what are you doing, rookie? Rookie? Being a criminal is not just a fail. You know, like as a felony. So I, already, I already had an automatic fail and I had my weapon blown up. You know, I know I'm not going to be a judge and I don't need to be a mind reader to see that, but this is still my assessment and I get to, you know, pass just when I see fit. 
least, at least I can do, like, she pissed at this point, like, you know, fuck it, I'm at least doing something, like, the cold is such and such and such, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And Dre could just look like, oh, alright. But then keep it moving. Dre just give it a look like two seconds, keep it moving, they out there on the Gears of War shit. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, right, they out there moving like a tandem. Gunning people down, mama in the room, she got the little device on, we're gonna find out what it is later. So they go in Mama's chamber. Mama there waiting, trying to do the ambush to kill some more people, and she get winged in the stomach. And it's like, then Mama talking some shit, talking about you see this, this connected to my heartbeat. It's you know I knew this was gonna happen one day, so I made plans. I got explosives over the top hundred floors. They go out, the entire building comes down. Can't do nothing about it. Put your gun down, Judge. She's like, damn. My mom was didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I blew up the whole building. I ain't going to jail. You ain't taking me alive. I mean, she is a lunatic, so yeah, I can see that. You know, Nino Brown was like, if I go down, I'm taking everybody down with me. Yeah. It wasn't like if I go down, I'm blowing up the Carter <laughs> while I'm in it. Like they, they was gonna blow up the Carter after they left. He was like, you know, what? I could arrest it. I'm blowing up Queens Bridge. Ain't nobody going home. And Dredd thinking about it for like two seconds. Anderson out there bleeding. Lowers his gun a little bit. Shoots her right in the stomach. So mama gonna be out. Before she go out, Dre got talking shit. Talking about, you know, a whole bunch of concrete. Wonder how strong that signal is. You handle 100 floors. 200. Let's find out. You know exactly what to happen. You know, like, mama, you convicted of murder and a distribution of slow-mo. How do you plead? Gives a, you know, gives a hit of that slow-mo. So she out there blowing that smoke. She on La La Land. Like, she listens to some Lana Del Rey. <laughs> and this man throws her out of a glass window 200 floors down. I mean, she she deserves it, so. And this scene plays out for like a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I timed it. Yeah, this was this was this was kind of long. She out there, you see the glass shadow like like crystal rain, and she flying like a first she out there, see her body all spread out. She got a smile. And then you see her falling faster, and Dredd is standing watching. Like first you see her fall slow, then fall slow. You see her fall real fast, and then you see her hit the ground face first. Splat! Her face explodes. All this blood is just just splat all over the place. And she laid out and dread like, yeah, judgment. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm glad the plan worked. Yeah, (laughs) right. Ooh, buddy, buddy, you have some explaining to do. So they going back down the elevator, and she getting all patched up. And then she walking away, and then she like, Anderson, your assessment's over. She's just handing the handing the badge and keep walking away. So she like, oh, it's my last job, whatever. He ain't gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna say anything. And then Chief just to show up, hair all looking nice. Oh, heard you had some trouble. I threw you in the deep end. Shit. He's like, yeah. Perks were uncooperative. 
<laughs> like played it off like it's another day at the office. It was for him. I'm just starting to believe that it was just another day. So is she a pass or she a fail? And Anderson walk away shoving people off and she's like, she's a pass. Good. I knew she would be. And then they, you know, freak about the movie, curse Earth, or anything like that. Anderson out there, got a job back, got a helmet, riding. You know, these are the judges. So she gonna be on there. And then Dredd just riding off. Back to work. Movie ends. That was Dread 2012. Um, I gotta admit, I gotta thank you for putting this movie in my rotation now because uh I was lost. <laughs> I definitely was lost. I think this cast is amazing. I think the movie's amazing. Uh everything about this movie is just fucking amazing to me. So I you, think this movie one thing I say about this is like Carl people started to appreciate Carl Urban more after this cuz he did this and then he did like the he was in Red then he did that show Almost Human on Fox with him and Michael E. Like sci-fi show. He was good in that. And now he's on The Boys. And he's excellent on that. Not to mention Star Trek movies. And it's not to mention, oh, I forgot about, not to mention Star Trek being awesome on Star Trek. So I think like Carl Urban was like known, like, you know, Lord of the Rings, um, one of the four movies, and then Doom. Ugh. I saw that <laughs> in the movie there. Yeah, don't feel bad about that. Uh... I mean, that's, I was I'll, I have a rule like if the rocks in the movie I go see it Same. and beyond the two fairy and race the witch mountain are the only movies of the rock I haven't seen. Oh, you saw Southland Tales? What you say? You saw Southland Tales? You know I've never seen that. You should watch. I it. can't. Even it's interesting. It. It's- I've, I've heard it. I've heard it's interesting. I've never seen that. I heard about it. I've even seen um, the game plan. No, oh, I seen the game plan. I enjoyed the game plan for what it was. I mean, it's not something I'll I mean, check out. Yeah, because uh, what's Rosalind Sanchez in that? Yeah, that too. Uh-huh. And your homie Morris Chestnut getting his practicing. Why don't you hit me with the slant route? You always scrambling around like a black TV. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. But no, this movie is awesome. And it's just funny how people's careers go on and kind of like is a movie that didn't get respect when it first came out, but got a lot of respect afterwards. I wish I saw it in a movie theater. And it's funny, like, it's it's a go. We spoil when it comes to action movies. Like, the level, like, the level of action movies we get now is amazing. From Netflix to, like, big screen. Like, you don't have an excuse to make a trashy action movie. Like, that shit will not fly anymore. Yeah, you really don't. And... This kind of set like this kind of set the stage where like before it's like oh well if you don't got Fast and Furious and Mission Impossible money that's one thing I'm like this movie was made cheap and the rate was made even cheaper like it was starting like around the 2010s like late 2000s like late 2000 early 2010s it's kind of like okay you know what you can do with an action movie when you really love it you maximize it so once you do that you can't do trash anymore because people will crap all over it. And we had this, we had the raid, and then we get Fury Road, and then we get John Wick, and it's like, yeah. Between that on this small scale, and then with like Mission Impossible and Fast and Furious is doing, you can't be raggedy. And that's what I think about like Michael Bay 
got raggedy. Yeah, I can understand that. I sl- yeah, like not even like that um Six Underground. That last Transformer movie is raggedy. Even for a Transformers movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like stuff just didn't was like sloppy. And watching Bad Boys, the newest one, and seeing how that look clean, it's like, yeah, it's a different He ain't it no more. And it's like directors like that. It's like there it used to be some directors that kept up with the times. He didn't. He just stayed. What happened? He stays. He stayed, but got him there. Like, but even then, he used to update and upgrade. And I want to say people blame Transform. But I'm like, even I haven't seen that Benghazi movie, so I can't comment on that. But even some of the early Transformers movies had some awesome action. He did. I just think he lost the passion for it. I that's just me. I don't think he had the same, you know, it initially, well, you know, Transformers with the first one and the second one, and then it just kind of declined after that. Yeah. And it's just kind of like when you don't have it anymore, you ain't got it anymore. Some people lose their fastball. But it was different where it was like you had a level of when you were even your B's were better than everyone's everyone else's A's, you get away with that. Mm-hmm. You can't get away with that anymore. Like Zack Snyder, I'll say this. Oh, God. His action holds up. Like Batman versus Superman, that Batman scene fighting in the when they find like that warehouse yeah. is the best Batman action scene that's ever been done. Yeah. Like as far as like Batman being Batman. Mm-hmm. That is top notch. Directing everything no, else absolutely. mindset, whole different story. But I would like I like action is like when he want to do action, he can make action look real good. But yeah, this is sideways. Why is this Snyder cut becoming a thing again? I know Ben Affleck came out and said something, but I'm just like, why? Why did you come out and say this? When when people like you, they really like you. <sighs> and there's something about Zack Snyder where like the fans like really like Zack Snyder. And I I I don't, but I get it. I it's get it. It's how people talk about certain wrestling. Yeah. And you I, know what we're talking about. I get it. Listen, I understand. You know, sometimes you like a director or whatever it may be. You like his films. You're a fan of his. But this Snyder Cut thing has been going on for years now. And it's just like, it, it went away. And then all of a sudden, Ben Affleck like, oh, I think we need to see the Snyder Cut. It should be out. Because <sighs> keep in mind, it's not only Zack Snyder, it's DC. And it's a movie where they feel like, you know, a movie they wanted to see. And it's whole idea is like, you know, Justice League would have been great if they let Zack Zach do it. And it's us. Like, we saw Man of Steel. We saw Batman versus Superman. So that thought is dubious. That would be great. But other people like, I saw Man of Steel. I saw Batman versus Superman. So, yeah, I want more of that. And people always hate against the big guy. You know, it's easy to hate Warner, you know, Warner Brothers held down the man and all this stuff. So I'm like, let that shit go. Cause even now you hear that sometimes with star Wars, they're like, I want to see the Abrams cut. And it's <laughs> hilarious that fans are capable for JJ Abrams consider how much they hate him. Talking about, Cause I heard plenty of star Trek and star Wars fans. I'm all this man had the ability. He ruined two franchises. That takes yeah, talent. That. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, all right. yeah, he really ruined. That's why. That's why CBS All Access half the shows of Star Trek and Star Wars movies, even bad ones, drop a billion dollars because it's ruined. Like, shut up. But I don't want to delve too much into yeah, that. Yeah. But I just want to say we live in a golden age of action movies. I appreciate the fact that we 
on this, and this movie kind of like set the stage. And it gets love online. Like if you ask somebody who saw Dread, they'll tell you how good it is. Yes. But it's kind of like it's not. But I got a question. Mm-hmm. The Dread or Raid? I think I'll have to lean towards Raid. No, I'll say this. I don't know. The Raid, as far as pure action, the Raid's better. As far as movie, Dread is better. Okay, I, I can I can live with that. Yeah, because I have. Eventually we'll do the raid. I have feelings about the raid. It's I don't know. I wonder if it's if it got the point where it's overrated. Well, I felt that way watching raid too. Like I just I just felt different watching raid too. Like They're different I, movies. The hype just wasn't there as for the first one. No, it's funny you bring up raid one and raid two. You know what raid one and raid two is? What's that? Zelda one and Zelda two. Okay. I've rarely met people who love both of them. If you love, I've met people who love Zelda 2 and can't stand Zelda 1. I prefer, I play both Zelda and Zelda 1. I play Zelda 2 anytime. Zelda 1 is a chore. I was, <laughs> I would be honest, like, because it's kind of like you don't know what's going on. You got lost. Yeah. And you got to kind of figure stuff out. Zelda 2 is kind of like, it's, you follow the road, you'll figure it out. Yeah. It's kind of straightforward. I like the action better. But that's a very you say that around certain people, they look at you funny. Like Zelda 2 is like like the stepchild of that. They don't look at you saying that's how the raid two is. It's kind of like it's I want to see actually you got all this story, you got all these families going on, and it's side stuff. They ain't cars now. Like I know why people don't like the raid two, because if you like the raid one and you just wanted more of that one, the raid two is like this a whole bunch of stuff I didn't ask for. But if you're a fan of like somebody telling a story, it's like the Raid 2 is awesome. It has a, a long ass story. It's, you know, spaced out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But its mistake is it's coming after the Raid. And people wanted the Raid 1.5. Yeah. Not a whole different movie stuff from the Raid. So. That's also true. Um, As people talk about John Wick, starting to talk about John Wick like that tomorrow. John Wick 1. Was perfect. Now they add all this extra stick. I don't even know how they made the gold pieces. Yeah, people, you know, you know what I've learned about stuff. Success is going. Success is going to do that. When you when you have a successful franchise, we are just going to start nitpicking everything now. And I get what people say. You know, you know, the first one was pretty much self-contained. It was a story that was straight to the point. And now we diving into things that I didn't ask for. But you can't tell me that you still are not getting the action. That you didn't okay. get in the first one. Not only that, it's too much stuff to have in the first one. Is like, how does work? Yeah, you had like, questions. Yeah, like a lot of shows, like they because they just drop you into it. And they don't really explain it that much. So it was like, wait, so they're just running around New York, just shooting people, and they they doing Bitcoin. Like, what's going on with this? It's like, and it's like, oh, it's not just New York. It's raw. They over in Rome. Like they they spread out worldwide. The third one is laughed is like everybody. It's a dude in the desert drinking some mint tea. Eat a boss. It's hot out there, man. You got all that shit on yeah. too. I'm like the the comic relief from Wonder Woman out here running the show. Jonathan, I've never met a man who went so far just to end up right back <laughs> where he started. Just talking bad shit like you ready to come back home just chop off your damn finger that dude was a prick you could have gave him his finger back 
Like, man, let me put this shit on ice so I can go get this sold up or something. I will give you your life, but not the one you want. One under the service to us, so you will do what you do best for the rest of your days. Like, John was broke. I was like, nah, John Wick 3 had me sad. I was like, this man out here, miserable. Let's begging. Give me a ride. I'm an orphan. You know who I am? Like, oh, yeah. I'm the man. I'm like, he ain't got no swag. Nah. At all to the end. It's like, yeah, John Wick. I love John Wick 3, but they had, they put my man through it. And I'm surprised how many people have asked us to do the John Wick movies? Uh, I've heard series. So they want to do one, two, and three. So it's been a couple. It's like I hear it. Certain stuff I won't say nothing about because I know we're going to get to. So it's really no We're going to get to it later because we got some stuff to handle. So speaking of stuff to handle, what movie are we doing next week? Sir, I absolutely have no idea right now. I'm torn because I told you initially I wanted to do Blow. And being, I wasn't sure at first how I felt about the whole Johnny Depp and doing his movies and all the allegations that came out before. Yeah, I might. It's. I feel you on that. But I'm like, is that a movie that's really conducive to our show? No, that movie kind of like. It's sad. It's it's depressing. It's not just, but it's not just depressing. It's kind of like it's hard to review. Like, I ran to that. Like sometimes running that problem. Like think about movies to do. Like how can you break down a movie where it's like it's what was that movie out? What was the movie we did where it was like stuff wasn't sticking? It was one movie like I had to watch multiple times because like it because sometimes we do something and like it just flows mm-hmm. and you watch it like I can talk about this and I can break down this this and that and it's easy and sometimes it's kind of like it's a chore yeah not the movie's bad but it's like like it's not conducive to breaking down like Carlito's way is fun yeah because it's easy it's like. This happens, then this happens, then that happens, and that happens, and it's a theme. We could talk about this. Blow is like, okay, he make money, make money, make he too married, much money. Sells by a woman, <laughs> then he get kicked out the game, then he goes to jail, gets out, goes back, goes in. back in because he can't let the game go. It's like, yeah, that was my first initial thinking. Um, I'll have a movie by tonight because I have three other movies that I've been thinking about. Uh, Why don't you I, talk about which ones? Uh, first I could first I had upgrade because I was like, that's, yes, I that's haven't awesome. I haven't seen that in a while. Then watching this movie got me into the uh, action uh, whole movie thing or whatever. Then uh, it was like you know so many people asked for ATL. I was like maybe we should do ATL. And, God, they still asking for that damn movie. <laughs> and then hold on, I got a piece of paper. I got the paper. What did I write? Upgrade. ATL. Oh no, it was only it was only those two. So I think I'm gonna do upgrade. I think I'm gonna do. Why you have them vote? Um, no. I was gonna. I think I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, upgrades. No, I don't know. Let because next week is gonna be the anniversary of me doing this podcast thing. So I'm not sure what movie I want to do. Hmm. We'll have it by tonight. Hmm. I'm up in the air, but I think mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards Upgrade because I just I've seen I, I saw Upgrade in movie theater and it's been showing on cable lately, and it's funny where it reminded me of Venom. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my first vibe getting that. Yeah. Like it reminded me a lot of Venom, but then Venom came out and I was like, okay, do you like Venom? 
I like Tom Hardy. I'm not going to specifically say I like the Venom movie. It's parts of it that I enjoy. I don't know if I like it. It's not a good movie. I love watching that movie. It's fun. Mostly because of Tom, mostly because of Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. That's not the, just Tom Hardy. Like, he just bat shit. Like, he just embraced it. And I always, I remember I was telling Jeremy, I'm like, one of the things I love about the movies, like, you rarely get movies where people scream out, like, big mainstream movies where people, like, blurt out, like, Jesus is an expletive anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the last one I remember was, like, Con Air. <laughs> when Bubba got shot. Jesus! And I remember that. I remember watching Venom in a movie theater, and it's like near the end of the movie, and the first time Venom see Riot, and he's like, sweet Jesus. He said it real loud, and I started laughing my ass off. In the, and my wife's like, what's wrong? Like, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, like, Tom Hardy must have been all cracked. Talking about, oh, that's him? Like, yeah, we about to catch this L. <laughs> like, he got shit you haven't seen. It's just, no, that's why I love, because it's kind of like, he took the scenery and he chewed it up and he did a hundred ten percent. But him doing it made the movie work. Yeah, because otherwise the movie because the movie would have been boring if he didn't. He definitely didn't. He he definitely probably looked at the magazine. Uh, some magazine. He probably looked at the comics. You know, read whatever he had to read and was probably like, okay, and I have I have an idea, but I want to go somewhere else with it too. Because he definitely and it did. worked. Yeah. I mean, made money and they leaned into it because they gave him more power and they got Andy Serkis as a director and you know Woody, Woody will go there right with him. Oh, he, that ending told me everything I needed to know because <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's going to lean into this shit really hard. So I'm so I'm actually looking forward to that sequel because I'm like, you know what? I'm here for more to create this shit. If you're going to do it, you're going to go all the way. I'm trying to think about the next movie I want to see. I mean, I want to do for the show because it's kind of like I don't part know. of me want to, part of me want to do, you know, do Creed, because we started off like Rocky. And yeah, we, we do have to finish it up. Never, yeah, we have to. Never finish got it back up. to Creed one and two. Part of me like, you know, them DMX action movies are calling me. That's gonna be definitely next month. That's gonna be in April. Okay. Yeah. So that's definitely there. That's strictly. This is so much. April is strictly DMX. DMX movies in April. So get ready for that. Um, it's so it's so many to choose from. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Um, I'll have mine figured out by tonight. I know you have yours, but I got it. I, I got to tell you something, Shahid. We becoming a thing. I know you don't want this to become a thing, but it's starting to become a thing because is it really starting to become a thing? I, I don't is know. It, I, mean, I think is, I, remember, I think what's happening is, from what I'm seeing, is depending on the movies that we pick. Because I saw how the Fast and Furious um, movies went up, um, I'm saw I saw how certain Rockies went up, and Boomerang just must have been that one. It must have been that movie that everybody's like, "Oh, I want to listen to this because I like this movie or whatever it may be." But yeah, uh, shout out to everybody that listened to it and shared it. Uh, I, Man. You mess around with you next Friday. We're gonna get a thousand streams. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm I'm in no rush to do those Friday movies at all. Oh, I know exactly what movie I want to do next. I already know. You want to get? I already it. know. You go. Yeah, hope. I'm gonna tell them. Okay. You doing the, the next after you do your movie? You probably pick your little hipster 
Paradise movie. That's fine. Balance. We doing. I'm doing Dead Presidents next. Listen, man, you got to stop with that hipster shit. It's cool when you say it. It's cool when I say it myself. But when you do people getting too familiar, getting too familiar, cut that shit out. You know that. I am what I am. You know what you say? <laughs> Tell them that. Tell them keep it moving. If you, if you, if you embrace it, embrace that shit. Oh. Hug that shit. With a squeeze. Oh shit! Somebody had sent the email talking about "Hey hipster." I just got, I got mad. My <laughs> wife was just like, "She said, why are you mad?'" Uh-huh. Is that? I said, "Yeah, but that's like for the sports show, and that's just like a little tongue in cheek shit." I was like, "I didn't expect this for the movie shit." She's like, "You did. You being too sensitive." I was like, "Maybe you're right." Uh, you know what I got? I got. I guess we can wrap it up. I got a request on Instagram. Somebody added me on IG, and it's in my DM tomorrow. Do you sell Adderall? Oh boy! Some white dude from Philly. I'm like, and they was Cam was like, well, your your username was Philly Drugs. I'm like, did we be asking to buy birds from you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, my username ain't Philly, man. I can imagine what questions I get from there. Like, so shoot people. You saw the whole uh, oh, you you know <laughs> the dude that responded about uh, ads or whatever and shit like that, right? So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna see what they talking about. I'm gonna see what's up. So I was uh-huh. I redeemed him. You know, I haven't heard anything yet. I was like, he just DM any and everybody and probably, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I was like, yeah. Just like I figured. That's why I should have just ignored it. But anywho, uh, so I'm glad people are enjoying what we are doing. Uh I'm glad people are just listening. Um, but if you want to uh, follow us on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook. Um if you would like to choose to follow Shahid, uh, don't. You can follow him at Philly Drugs, Twitter, and Instagram. That's spelled F I E Z T L Drugs. Philly Drugs. F I L Z T E Drugs. You're going to spell it wrong and add somebody else, and that's the point. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't want. I don't want more followers because then they be jumping in there and commenting. It's like you weirdos. Like no, <laughs> you might have liked about you might have liked about how I talk about Rocky. I'm gonna say some stuff about how y'all be looking at black people. You gonna get your feelings hurt, and then you get unfollowed. Like cut that out. I get mad now when not like imagine you talking to somebody. You got a conversation on Twitter, and I okay. I never understood this. People be getting real wrecked like this, be talking to strangers that you don't know any old way because they talking about a topic you want to talk about. Like <laughs> that's not how it works. Imagine you out, you mind your business, you mind your business oh, outside, you with your homie, and then some dude just walk by. Oh, you talking about this? Let me put my two cents in. Like, do I know you? People think, oh, it's online. It, you can do it. It ain't that Hold serious. Oh, look at even you know. <sighs> This is you what shouldn't I, have said it if you want to want to comment. You shouldn't have said it like no. This is what I I'm, I'm commenting now. Mind your business. If you are on Twitter and you choose to jump in the conversation, I'll just use for us example. Me and Shahida talking or joking about saying something, whatever we're doing, and you choose to jump in. Be very cautious of the things that you tweet and say for the simple fact of it's certain things. That I wouldn't say to Shahid uh, two weeks into just knowing him, I'm just not gonna blur and say something crazy. Even now, I got so I got more respect to say something. I'm just, certain stuff you just don't say. 
Like you might see everybody else do it. Like everybody, you know, like let's use Cam. We joke on Cam, you know, whatever, whatever. But that was I wouldn't say that to Cam, oh, I'm just tweeting this dude for the first time. Let me join in on the fun. What? What world do you live in when that's okay? But some people choose to do it. And I'm just be I just be looking sometimes like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay out of this conversation. Or either I just stop. Tweeting or whatever. You kind of know, like, if you know what you can say and not say, and you comfortable with, like, if your homies, you know the joke about, and if it's a different level, you know what the, you know some, what else to joke about. Yeah. But strangers, I've like, nah, nah, you wrong with that and everything like that. Like, I, that's why I put that tweet talking about. If I say something my favorite, and you here to tell me I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the face. I ain't say the best. I said my favorite. How you gonna tell me what's my favorite? It's mine. Like, Cam loves Friday After Next. A lot of people love Friday After Next. I don't. But I don't tell him he's wrong. I mean, you like it, you like it. I like, out of the three Fridays, next Friday is my favorite. I know that's an unpopular thing. Normally, it's like either Friday. Most people pick Friday, and there's some people that pick Friday After Next. I like next Friday. I don't know why, because Chris Tucker's funnier than Mike Epps. But I like my Epps more in next Friday, and I like Chris Tucker and Friday can be aggravating. Mike Epps is yeah. funny, and he ain't aggravating. A little more, more roof. <laughs> look, look, roof. You know, so it's That's just fair. I heard people though, say that before. Even though they turn Ice Cube, it's like almost a superhero on next Friday compared to how he is on Friday. It's like, yeah, this is some Vin Diesel shit. But like, we like what we like. I don't, some people like certain wrestlers. Some people like certain whatever. Cool. You like it, you like it. You think it's great, it's great. You liking it, it's not going to prevent me from liking it or disliking it. It has nothing to do with it. And right. we too many people got to get a validation about, well, if I like a movie, I need other people like a movie so I feel special about myself. Nah, I don't need that. I'm old. I don't need that no more. <laughs> Anyway, we'll be back next week. Uh, and now I have a movie tonight on Twitter that we'll do. So I wonder, maybe I should make it easy so everybody can find the movie. Maybe I need to find a movie on Netflix. Maybe I shouldn't. Yes. I maybe I need to start doing that more. Or we need to start doing that more. Because people be like, oh, I don't want to pay $4. Now I understand it. I get it. But anyway, uh, until next week, we're out. Peace. Peace.